I love the subtle leans to the RPG genre that this game has. You know what I mean? There's a part of me that no. remembers cutting down trees for 70 hours in RuneScape to get that. And I'm still playing RuneScape. I know, dude. You're still finding those crabs, dude. You're still finding those crabs. And like, 21 year anniversary. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music content creation and video games. I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, an Escape from Tarkov content creator. Uh, and I'm Veritas, and despite the fact that uh, <laughs> countless folks refer to me as an Escape from Tarkov OG, I am, in relation to our fantastic, handsome guest here, mm. not even remotely an OG. <laughs> I'm a baby. Uh, here we got Deadly Slob. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, dude. What's yeah, up, man? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm the the grandpa, the grumpy grandpa of Tarkov, I guess these days. Dude, dude doing the uh, doing the history of Tarkov videos that I've been doing. Oh, I taken a little <clears> bit of a break because I've been working on some other stuff. But uh, it's so funny how, like, part of what I did was just go to Google and type in, you know, like Escape from Tarkov, yeah. Escape from Tarkov, you know, guides and whatever. And I'll just go to Google and literally just limit the search results between like. January and December oh. of like 2006, you know, seven, <laughs> 17, 18, you know, just like yeah. going forward through all that stuff. And it's one of the first videos I found was uh, was like one of your OG <laughs> guides where you're just like, here's how to build the, like the best AK. And there's like three parts for it. Dude. And, yeah. And that dude, it's it's crazy how far it's come, because like in, in, in some weird way, we almost have like it's so there's so much to it like og or not like there's like three generations like ike when i came veritas was an og and you were an og i saw you guys the same and when veritas came you had been playing and it's so funny to see like how much has changed in the game in the just few years i've been playing in the time veritas been playing and i'm sure since you've been playing it's like almost a completely different game man it's like i you guys know way more about this game now than than i do i think it was a lot easier back when you only had a few weapons and a couple mods yeah three maps and uh like i don't know under 50 missions it was like you just <laughs> yeah, yeah getting getting done of the game was just so much faster and uh now it's like incredible how much stuff is actually packed into tarkov so I, you know, hats off to you guys these days making all the guides. I, I've kind of taken a bit of a backseat on that kind of stuff these days. And uh, I don't know, just I get creative. These, that's yeah. kind of what I do, man. I'm just like doing the Tarkov test kitchen stuff Dude. and seeing what cool stuff the community comes up with. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. But it's, it's fun to look back at the beginning. Yeah. Just to really see like how far <laughs> the game's come. It's a long way, man a long way yeah so so fast forward to like you know where we are right now how how has the game been feeling to you the progression throughout the wipe you know all the all the stuff uh you know the quests and, and skills and stuff how's it all feeling i think it's the best tark i've ever played i think um I think I underestimated the like how much inertia was a positive impact on the game i was a bit worried that like we'd still have the same problems but like you know, inertia would just be this kind of thing that we'd all focus on for a couple of weeks and then kind of move away from it. But you could see like the lasting effects on yeah. PvP, especially the like being aggressive is still very powerful. I mean, violence of action, the most hundred percent. But um, I feel like there's more uh, more choices you need to have, like when to attack, when to be in cover, when to play slow, when to be covert, and then also that paired with the recoil changes on top of that, especially like 
yeah can't just always run those meta hks i mean you kind of can build some builds but you know what i mean it's not this the ak the m4 For the sure. hk it's harder to get that laser beam weapon and um i think the combination of all that has really shifted the pvp dynamic to the point we where we have weapons like the sr25 being largely considered one of the greatest weapons in the game right now which is a semi-automatic so yep i think it's good i think i'm pleasantly surprised where we are right now I completely agree where like it was all you hit the nail on the head where it's like more than just one change. It was all the changes together. It was like the recoil mechanic by itself wasn't like this giant. Oh, it should have wiped just for that. But people underestimate how much that changed, how much it shifted the meta in guns. And then that plus the inertia, it was less about. And I was trying to let people know that because that, that's kind of what I had been feeling. Everybody was like the 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 pitchforks were out. They were like, you know, the Willers, like they're all going to be dead, and it's going to be the year of the rat. And I was like, it's going to be less about making those play styles less viable and more about bringing up and making more viable other play styles. And it's it's absolutely what happened. You can absolutely still be aggressive. You can absolutely shift W, jump into the middle of a room, and if you've got good enough reflexes, you can snap to the enemy. But more than ever, if you hear somebody coming and you hold an angle or if you're sneaky or if you're whatever, more than ever, you feel like you can actually get the drop on somebody and actually clean up the kill. Uh, and so it's felt, I completely agree, it's felt really, really good. Yeah, At least moving me in the, the right recoil, direction. To me, the recoil stuff is, is it feels like to me like 70 or 80% of it. Um, yeah. There are still plenty of cases where like, you know, uh, some folks haven't yet ad uh, adapted to where they're still coming to corners and then like leaning yeah. the peak, and but that's just like you end up leaning or stepping a little bit, and then you're like, oh shit, you, know, <laughs> you can't go back. You can't just do a jiggle peak anymore. Yeah. But what you can do is just hold D and mouse one, you know, and quick swing out. Yeah, um, inertia doesn't you know affect that so much. So that's still. You know, one of the one of the hard things uh, to deal with, although some of that has to do with animations and the movement. Yeah. Um, you know, being being staggery as hell a lot of the time. But um, but yeah, the recoil is I, I totally agree with you. Um, back in the day, I used to love running the RSAS when it wasn't like the rarest, most expensive <laughs> gun in the game. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it felt really <laughs> viable. And, and I used to use, you know, the Vepr 136 and the SKS. Um, but then there was a period of time where they were just, just obsolete because of yeah. aim punch and how lasery all of the full auto guns were. Um, all you needed to do was connect with one bullet, and then you could, you know, even if there there was a lot of recoil, you could kind of just wrangle it in. But um, you know, but now I've been having better success with um, <clears throat> with the one three six and the uh, the SR twenty five again, mm -hmm. um, as compared to the, like I used an HK that was like a modestly modded HK, and and, and actually, I used like one of the meta, you know, VSSs, and it's just like, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's unusable. Crazy. Yeah, that's um, the VSS has been like historically my one of my favorite guns in Tarkov from the very beginning of the game, and for very good reasons, it was incredibly overpowered <laughs> yeah. for a very long time. But uh, it is kind of it does pain me a little bit to see where where it is right now. But I I found a way like like. If you use an AS Val and you build it best in slot for vertical recoil reduction and you use SP5 and you kind of use semi-auto, yeah, it sort of works, but it's like not, yeah. it's, it's not like what it was. And I know there was like very good reasons on why that gun got nerfed, but you know, I still kind of miss rolling around with it for sure. you know, on a more regular basis. And I just don't feel confident with it anymore. And um, I feel like if I use that weapon, 
I'm there's always another gun that I could use that would be more efficient. Yeah. And I'm just not using it because I'm just like playing around and kind of having fun, which is cool. Yeah. But like some if you die a lot, you're like, ah shit, I would have killed that guy if I used like something else. And then, you know, you go back yeah. to things that work. It's definitely it's everything is moving in the right direction, but there are for sure pockets that feel still don't necessarily feel great things that sometimes it's like ah this maybe got a little over nerfed or this maybe still needs a little more it's for the most part moving in the right direction i mean i was using i've i've had this boomerang uh, basically a fraud cannon but it's a meta m4 with the with the saker suppressor the qd uh handguard the prs stock i mean this thing is like meta out and i can't live with it i can't i every time i go to shoot an enemy i die it's just i was like I was in love with the M4. The M4 for like five or six wipes. Even when the HK was meta, I liked the M4 better because the HK, there was one meta build. But the M4, you could get like four or five aesthetically different looking builds to within three or four vertical recoil. And I just love that. So I got very, I got very, very used to the M4. And this wipe, man, I die with it and nobody takes it. I end up getting it back in insurance and then dying with it again and back insurance because it's just like, I can't, it's so different. But I like it though, because it's, it feels like, it feels like for the, for the first time, really, uh, the distance of your enemy is actually a really important thing to consider three wipes ago with uh you could just meta out two wipes ago even you could just meta out an m4 and put a voodoo on it close range laser beam medium range laser beam long range snap the voodoo and single tap it and it was just like you can't compete with it it was like why use any other gun and so now it actually feels like the distance of your enemy matters if that dude's 20 meters away and you have a hollow you're not gonna reliably you're gonna be bouncing if you're full autoing close the distance throw a nade single tap um Dude, so. Think about, think about how for how long SMGs were completely and utterly useless yeah. in the game. Like completely yeah. and utterly. I mean, for years they were just not really viable um, yep. because they had just as much recoil as you know as uh, as full rifles. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't really until I think like the MP7. Yeah. yeah, got added to the game that started to be like, this is actually a viable SMG. Then they started adding more with better ammo. And then now with the recoil changes, honestly, I find every time if I'm like holding an angle in factory stairs or something um, and I'm aiming down sights and someone's going to like jiggle peek, I'm, I actually have way less of a chance of, of winning if I'm aiming down sights than like I find the SMGs put a laser on it and just point fire it. And it's like it's almost like there's three different kind of ways to fight, you know, like close ish quarters with a with a full assault rifle aiming down sights seems to work really well. Yeah. You know, hip fi point firing with uh, with SMGs seems to work really well. And then like longer distances um, feels really good with like DMRs and, and stuff yep. like that. So it's it's interesting. I think there's probably more tweaks they need to make to bring them a little bit closer. But mm -hmm. but it's yeah. it's. And then on top of that, with the addition of how accessible better ammo and better armor is, that's another ingredient in that soup of what makes combat feel so different is that like, you know what I mean? Compared to previous wipes, I'm not running into as many Altons, as many slicks, you know what I mean? Like yeah. as many, as much good ammo. I don't have nearly as good access to it. You know what I mean? SMGs feel, SMGs feel so bad balanced in their laser beaminess because like when i'm running an smg when i'm running an, an mp7 i'm running the third best ammo right i'm running subsonic for that recoil reduction and 
I feel powerful with it because I can laser beam you, but it doesn't have that great of stats. I have to hit a lot of my shots in order to do that. So all of that has felt like it's moved. I don't know. It feels it just feels better. Of course, some things need to be changed, but on the other side of it, it doesn't feel that great when you're getting laser beamed, even when you have a DMR and the aim yeah, punch the aim punch is you. crazy. Oh my yeah. god, dude! I've been dealing with what feels like. I don't, I don't think they changed the aim punch, but maybe it's just been more recently, uh, especially when I was trying to find Killa for the last few quests. Every time, you know, by the time it took me to aim down sights and put my crosshairs right on his helmet with 308, I was just getting lit up and you can't, between the I feel, vision I feel blur, like they may have, I think they may have made it a little bit more intense this way, okay. maybe slightly. I feel like subtly, that's a bro sciencey thing, but I know what you mean. <laughs> um, it also could be because we're, we're taking more shots. Yeah, yeah. using the best ammo, maybe it might be no more noticeable because uh, in the past you would just broke and die. That's so die. true. That the past few wipes, that's been one of the biggest. We had a we had a discussion about this today. It's like the uh, the MMAC, you know, the introduction of those two class fours. It's very much like the average level of ar armor right now too. So you don't yeah. always need to be running the best in slot. And then a lot of the good class fives, there are unlocks via quests. So like the yep. ACPC and the Gazelle. So you're not going to be seeing those running around nearly as often too. So it's kind of almost like a weird bridge. It's like you got class six body armor sometimes and a lot of class four, but yeah. class five, like Tactex, they're not like they're not as common, which is really yeah. interesting. So um, you, and today I, I oh. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, no worries. I was going to say uh, t today I ran into my first customs raid. I, I have a daily to kill Rishala from over 85 meters. Actually, it's a weekly. <laughs> five times. No. Five times. No. But it's 270,000 XP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. holy fuck. So I've been running customs. I haven't, he hasn't spawned once. But there was, there was, I think I counted 11 scavs at get new gas. Really? Within 30 seconds. Dude, it was, it mm. felt like I was tagged and cursed or I offline with yeah. horde mode. And then one of the, yeah. one of them I killed in the first two minutes had a gazelle a shroud mask, the antique axe, and, like, something else. I was like, what Damn. the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, it felt like scav war. That's actually interesting because I was playing with Geeks and Jeepo, and we did an interchange raid, and by the end of the raid, between the three of us, we'd killed, like, 30 scavs. It was crazy. Maybe they're, maybe they're just doing some weird stuff, you know, turning the knobs every once in a while to stress test the servers or something because the scavs have been, the scavs have been out of control. Um, but yeah, I, 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 agree. I mean, I've got more slicks in my stash right now than class five armors because mm. defenders ta like defender. The only way you can get a defender is from Sanitar guards, you know, maybe a lucky stash, you know, I mean, the tactics are maybe rogues and of uh, what you can buy from vendors. Like you said, is gen fours, but nobody buys gen oh, yeah. fours. I forgot about the Corrind, but like, you know, that oh, has, true, yeah. that has a lot of debuffs and I yeah. feel like people don't get super saucy over it. It's like the least class five, class it's like five. class four S plus, yeah. you know what I mean? Like almost like a midway through and yeah. it's kind of weird how it feels like that, but how, yeah. but how good to the, the, the Honestly, like I never feel good wearing class five and class six armor anymore because I will die to kill it with BS or yeah. to a grenade or whatever, like where the armor doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Lately, I just all my my thick item case is just full of slicks that I'm only going to wear when I'm like on tilt. Yeah, but I'm just going to insta die. Uh, so it's kind of interesting in that like we're, there are some aspects where it feels like maybe it's a little bit closer to. I don't remember when it was eight months ago, a year ago or whatever, where it was like you spent all this time 
grinding and getting your levels up and unlocking the traders just to unlock stuff that you aren't you can't use because the quests tell you to use oh other shit God, like yeah. packas oh. and untars and then once you get past all that you're excited to use the top tier shit and then you just die to like shotguns to the legs and and grenades and it's like oh you know like it's finding the balance between you know i you know speaking of like changes of balances though i i've been seeing a lot less ks 23s i don't know about you guys i've seen a lot less oh yeah i, I, seen think, one. I think it's because of the flechette hype but flechette uh, is yeah. hype for sure dude it's crazy and, man uh, like, have you used oh. one this wipe at all ks 23 yeah no the uh, i've never been a big guy, uh, ks 23 guy i love shotguns but uh i just i once i get shot in the thighs like too many times oh I yeah well, I was like, nah, this ain't for me, man. I'm just going <laughs> to just There's them. like this weird bug with it where like, well, so they you can't buy it on the flea market. You can't buy it from proper barter only, oh, which, which weirdly, the barter is not that expensive. But like, it's almost like a psychology thing where it's like, because that requires more clicks, less people buy them. Like, even though the barter is around oh, the same I, price. I Welcome to my life. Couldn't get yeah. it on the flea market. That's one, probably the That's reason one of the why things. I'm not staying And yeah. dude, you can, you can take a KS23 with like Shrap 10, go into your hideout and shoot the closest target to you in the face and all of the pellets will hit them in the stomach. There's like a weird mm. thing going on right now. It's crazy. Um, so, uh, so yeah, they basically just destroyed that gun. <laughs> it's like unusable, <laughs> which I'm not yeah. complaining about at all. But the so flechette is hype. It, they just broke it. Yeah, basically. The flechette Dude, is mad bro. hype right now. With those class four armors, flechette tears, bro. Oh, man. It, I, it's like... <sighs> It's uh, it's the easiest way to play the game for all you guys out there. If you're wondering, like, ah, oh, fuck, I just can't, I just can't kill anybody, man. Just use a Dude. shotgun with shits. That is all you have to do. I don't care the distance; it doesn't matter. <laughs> just use it because if it's far away, you're gonna give them heavy bleeds, and if they're close, you're gonna destroy them. It's crazy yeah. how easy it is. Um, I almost feel bad using it, and uh, it almost feels broken. But I'm also kind of happy to see lots of shotguns getting used yeah. because it's so different than like a year and a half, two years ago when they weren't really used that much at all. They were worse so, than SMGs. Yep. Yeah. yeah. For a long time, they were absolutely yep. they were terrible. It was all. Yeah. It was like a moment of the game at the beginning where they're so powerful you could snipe with buckshot players from across the map, like an MP133. I got an early video uh, of me killing a dude a forearm with an <laughs> oh. MP133. Like center mass, right? So we go from that, and then you go for a very long period of time where it's just like, why even bother? Yep. Unless you're a scav, and then it would just one click you. But yep. I'm I'm happy with where they're at. So it's just man, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there you you did mention that they feel broken. There is some cases where it actually is broken, but in the opposite direction. Um, oh, with the uh, the reload bug. Or um, yeah, oh, yeah. So okay, wait a minute. You're the first person that has actually properly said what it is. Um, because oh. so I, I know oh. Rock made a video. Um, at least I think he was the first one to sort of you know scream from the hills that everything was broken. But the conclusion that he came to, um, based on the the testing that he did. Well, n no, it was based on the, that he did. It was based on the, <laughs> it was based on the testing he did, and then based on what was essentially an explanation for from an admitted ex cheat developer that oh yeah 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 the, the conclusion was oh it's it's most likely um like bsg bsg's attempt to fix 
the fact that cheaters had a cheat that could allegedly just like up the pen to 100% on everything. Yeah. That was the conclusion, you know, for that video. Um, but then I did a bunch of testing and came to the conclusion that it was one of – you could call it a reload bug is, is a good way of putting it. I'm not sure if the gun was bugged, like the chambers, if the ammo or the inventory mm -hmm. slots were bugged. No matter what, I was able to like – if you took a stack of ammo and, and like split, split it. it and split yeah. it and then moved it through different slots, the slots would bug out. And then if you took the, the ammo – and you went to drag it onto the gun, which would normally reload like a, you know, a, a, the shotgun or anything you could top load, that should normally reload, but in that case, it wouldn't. But then if you hit R to reload, your character would reload, but anybody else looking at you, you'd just be standing there. Mm -hmm. So from the server's perspective, you, the, it, you did not have a bullet in your chamber, and when you shot and saw blood, there was you never shot the gun. Yeah, it was client-side. Yeah, we had that problem before with... Uh... I think it was like reloads and tactics with magazines from M4s. And then mm. you would, uh, you'd be spraying at a guy and then you do a reload and then the magazine would go into the gun, but it would bug out the rig. So you couldn't move the magazine around the rig and then you'd be shooting ghost bullets. So on the client, you'd be shooting server side. This was years ago. So it's not like that now, but yeah. I feel like it's a similar thing where it's just like a, a weird reloading bug. But um, I've just like powered through it. Like I haven't, I don't do that much stack splitting in game. Yeah. So I think that's, I feel like I just drain the stack and then throw the 20 up into a pocket. Yeah. That's but, a way to cause I've it, heard, but it's not the only way. If you just go um, into a raid, there, it seems as if it's a coin flip. If you go into a raid, maybe the first bullet you <clears> shoot might be bugged. I, it's tough to say, but. Um, I mean, yeah. I've used a lot of shotguns and um, I feel like I just empty the mag. So it's <laughs> yeah, just keep clicking. But, yeah, I've been I've been playing around with the double barrel a little bit, and uh, there's been moments where it's been working and moments where it's not. But I just yeah. I feel like I always blame myself on that. But I would say like it it's going to be an obscure issue. Like um, yeah yeah, it's it's definitely not something that's going to happen all the time. And same thing with the tac tech bug. It would happen often, but like not not often enough where I said fuck it, I'm not going to run the kit. Yeah. yeah, and of course everybody that that you know sees that video or is going to see. Um, I'm going to be including a, a description of it in, in an upcoming video. Uh, but, uh, you know, 80% of the people that, that didn't experience the bug, but they just missed their shots or it got eaten up yeah, by, yeah. by five the video armor and or then... whatever. They're going to be like, that's what happened to oh. me. You know, <laughs> I'm going to blame that. I'm just going to tell him be like, Hey, no. well, I got the bug. Boys. Ghost bullets, boys, ghost bullets, ghost bullets, <laughs> ghost bullets. Yeah. Um, I'm interested, so, like, we've talked about this a little bit, like, when we got some games, but uh, how has, how have you been digging, what were your thoughts going into the wipe, and how have you been digging VoIP? Because we, earlier you mentioned how, like, on your, like, your YouTube stuff and with a lot of your content, you've been not focusing too much on guides, but more of, like, con oh, yeah. content and, like, the talk off test kitchen and all that stuff, the zero to hero stuff you do, the reinvesting of the money, that's all, like, like, content and i feel like what voip was was like uh you know on a silver platter bsg handed us another like here go make some content <laughs> man i was so concerned going in i was so worried going into voip and i was so wrong i couldn't have been more wrong on my concerns over voip it's probably one of the things i've been the most wrong about uh in, 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 like like i i have had such a good time Yes, and you know what? Maybe I play on Canadian servers. I don't know. No, like, dude. This literally this morning, I run in first ray of the day. I'm going to the Exfil and interchange. I run into these two guys, 
and I play up my Canadian accent. I'm just like, oh, how's she going there, boys? And she, they're like, oh, how's she? And then I'm like, I'm selling fish. And I had like a pot, bunch of herring. And then oh. he's like, oh, no way. And I just started dropping fish for him and like had a conversation. Um, but I have seen people that were like, yeah, you know, on my servers, people like it's in Europe and like not yeah. everyone speaks English. So it's kind of weird. But I mean, in from the North American perspective, it has been such a change of pace. And you're going to get like a like a people that are going to be toxic sure. but you're going to get that it's it's gaming in like yeah, this is yeah. the way it's always been like going back from the beginning so um i'm not going to have like a small amount of bad situations on one hand like ruin the bunch yep it's been really awesome man and um yeah i, I gotta say at least for the, the people that play on my servers like i uh i'm surprised i'm surprised of how awesome people are really i thought people are going to be more toxic honestly it's so much fun, man. And yeah, it really, and it, there was, I think there was like that moment where we, you know, we installed 1212 and everybody was thinking that I was like, all right, how is this going to go? You know what I mean? I was worried. And you know, and what's crazy is, you know, just based on listening to Nikita these past few years, you know, he was thinking the same thing. Like they, he's flip-flopped so many times. He was like, I want VoIP. And then he was like, I don't want VoIP. And then he was like, we'll add VoIP, but we'll add all these things. You can report and you can do, he was so scared. And, uh, and I think he said on one of the podcasts that it was, it was one of the things he was glad to be so wrong about too. Yeah. You know, we, the Tarkov community is a bunch of meme Lords and, yeah. uh, yeah, we go hard in the memes Dude. and that's just translated to the game in such a beautiful way. Yeah. So, uh, Dude, remember, yeah. remember Sorry. when he was talking about, um, wanting to have it be like oh well we'll give you like a, you need a physical radio and you're gonna yeah. have to go up to people and like essentially do the handshake i'm like dude it's it's no one's gonna use it yeah and it's gonna suck and it'll defeat the purpose um, hey so in I'm, his I'm defense, glad. i was i at the time i was probably like yeah it's a good idea like again <laughs> i was like very concerned about yeah. i was worried about how the I like I, I could not have been more wrong uh and uh yeah, and I don't know, man. It's just it's it Tarkov hasn't changed at all. It's just added an extra dynamic layer. Yeah. Like like it like you're still getting the fights, you're still getting the action, you're still getting the rats and the chads, same style of play, just extra shit. Yep. Just extra goodness. Yeah. And uh that's what I like about it. Yep. Yeah, the occasional fun moment, funny moment, or I mean, even yep. like I, I've literally had one guy who had a racist gamer tag and he said a couple of racist things while he was you know camping factory exit but other than that literally three months and like the worst experience i've had has been like hey dude what's up and they'd be like i'm doing a quest so i'm gonna kill you you know and yeah fuck you. but at that point it's like fuck you you know it's it's two people gaming having fun yeah you know role yeah. playing a little bit but that's the worst of it yeah dude it yep 100 percent. and i think and that's a great way to put it it's just extra flavor on top you can still do everything you want to do and it like and it, it gives people a thing to do like that get through the content quickly like if you're you know you know what i mean if, if you're two or three months into the wipe and you're still level 23 you're working on punisher you're just trying to get done with your quest you're probably going to kill on site but if you're right now level 49 50 and you've got all your stuff and you're just kind of grinding xp you're like, I don't care if I lose this kit. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, sometimes guys are like, Hey, I'm just doing a quest. And I make that conscious decision. I go, okay, this guy might betray me, but like, 
who cares? Like, if I'm having a good day, I'll just be like, let's let's roll the dice. And I'll just be like, yeah, dude, what, what quest? And sometimes he turns around with a double barrel and shoots me in the face. And sometimes we have oh. a great raid. You know what I mean? It's like, who and knows? I think it was literally the day we were about to do raids together, like that morning. <laughs> Uh, I got greased in such a dirty way. Oh. We, I like I was on Lighthouse and I met a PMC and then we met a player scav and we all agreed to work together and we're going to the tunnel. We were in the tunnel like three seconds oh. left. Scav just whips around, blap blap, gets us both. Dude, just an epic payday for that guy. Just we we were geared both Rip. of us like two random PMCs, but I laughed my ass off. <laughs> So, I mean, it was worth it, I, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah, it's the risk you have to take. It's kind of yep. got like, it's like a little spice of Daisy almost. Like you never really know what you're going to get. And, 100%. Uh, a lot of fun. And and we talk a lot about on here, just like how excited we are for any of the future features that function similarly, whether it's open world or anything else they've talked about. Anything that functions similarly where it's like, here, it's still Tarkov, do whatever you want, but here's this extra layer of spice. Here's this extra like, go create your own content. Cause, cause I think a lot of people, especially you coming from Daisy, can agree that like part of why that game like lasted so long and is still so popular is because at the end of the day, it's a playground for the player to create a story, to create their own content. And, and, and it's just so much fun. And so any little bits of that we can get in Tarkov, I feel like give us the best of Tarkov and the best of those other games too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So. On the, uh, on the topic of VoIP, I feel like this is an interesting time to, to toss this in there. But um, I, I was talking to Nikita a couple nights ago about some of the the sound stuff because I'm working on a video, my the longest one I've ever done. My script is forty fucking pages. <laughs> That's oh, insane, damn. Jesus! It, it's literally about it. The whole thing is about sound. Everything about sound in Tarkov. Um, that like going back to the beginning. Um, all of the changes, the bugs, and stuff like that. Um, but. It's going to talk and explain basically 99% of every issue that is commonly experienced, whether or not it's silent footsteps, whether or not, you know, and in order to do that, I have to go like deep into some things and wide into some other things. So like I talk about networking, I have to talk about, you know, the basics like occlusion and you know, and then I'm talking about HRTF and, and Steam Audio and Binaural, but then I'm talking about 7.1, 5.1 surround. <laughs> um, but in doing a bunch of testing, um, I I came to a conclusion that Nikita was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Now, we'll see if the outcome is that he figures out that there's something here. Yeah. But VoIP and directionality, as well as staircase audio and stuff like that i found so in doing one of the tests i was uh you know it's standing at the top floor of three-story dorms and if you stand there and somebody walks down the stairs what happens is it's completely unoccluded until you hit like halfway down the second flight and then it's muffled and then you hit the second you know landing and it's silent um but at the same time I, i was doing this with one of my mom's flu and he was going one two three four and he went down all the way down and all the way up and it literally was like a linear drop yes. off in volume and then coming back up and he's like well that nikita's like that doesn't make any sense because voip uses the same occlusion logic and everything i'm like no dude it doesn't it's better yeah voip so is better yeah you can pinpoint it perfectly yes so whatever you're doing there just do that with footsteps do that you know like i um, noticed that i noticed that almost immediately where if you're running around with some people in voip it 
occludes better. It bounces off the surfaces better. If you're if you're if you're in two story dorms, if you're like looting marked room and there's a guy literally directly under you and he's yelling, you can hear him through the floor. But if you take like four steps away from marked room, it just immediately goes away. All the staircase audio with VoIP, it's like ten times better. Well, I, I think footstep audio is just worse this patch. Yeah. That's actually one of the things. I think that's like one of the. Th I, it doesn't seem like it was before. Um, at least from my perspective, like last wipe, it, it just, it seems worse, especially on stairwells and on secondary levels. Um, like I'll so, just have people run up on me straight up and I don't like it's, I've never even heard a single footstep, at least not from my perspective. Yeah. So here's the, here's the big question. Do you have binaural sound on? Yeah, I've turned it on and I've turned it off. Um, okay. but I, but mainly I've run it on, I've run it on. So. I only ask as a, as one more sort of data point, um, because yeah. that's literally what you just said. I have like clips from a dozen streamers. I've just been going, talking to a bunch of people and they basically said like, people just run up on me and I don't hear them. And every time I've probed a little further and tried to get examples and whatever, cause half of them say, you know, that's just Tarkov audio. Half of them say, I don't hear footsteps because of binaural sound. Yeah. Um, which if you, the more you get into learning how sound in Tarkov works and you realize that it's always been like that, you'd, you would know that the occlusion has nothing to do with binaural. It's just, it's their own bespoke custom, you know, occlusion yeah. system they built from day one that they will planning on. I'm a doofus, man. Like I can barely tell the difference between like, like steam audio and regular audio. So <laughs> well, that's like, the problem because yeah. you have to restart your game. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to yeah. figure it out. Um, like I'll t I'll turn it on sometimes if I feel like I'm trying to push blame. I need something. I'm like, ah, oh, the fucking audio. So I'll turn it <laughs> off and I'll restart it and I'll turn it back on. I'm like, ah, shit, it probably wasn't the audio. So I'll turn the Steam audio back on. That's um, so funny. No, I've I've done this. So, uh, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of Factory. I've had like three or four days in a row of like hefty dailies on Factory. Oh, and um, which I like the Factory. Yeah. Uh, so I do well in there. So it's fine. But but the audio is like very different a uh, very different with aggressive very aggressive players um like so i don't know if it's like them flying down the stairs and cutting the corner and because they're flying down the stairs and cutting that corner so fast by the time the audio even picks up that they're down the steps and on the ground floor and coming around the door like just when they're firing the audio starts picking up but yeah. i i don't know i've definitely noticed that um i've also had situations where i've had teams like 1v3 hearing two players in front of me and then having a third perfectly backflank without hearing any noise and then shooting me close. And I know they're close because I can hear the suppressor mm. and the bullets firing within like 10 meters away. So it's like, how did that individual like come around the entire building, like walking on bushes and grass? And like, I, I didn't, I, yeah. I didn't hear him. And then me and the chatter, like, what the fuck? Like, like, so yeah. it's not just me. It's like my audience is like, what the heck? So, but, but to be fair, to be 100% fair, these are like one-off scenarios out of like hundreds of raids. So it's not like every raid is like this. It's like very weird specific scenarios where people are playing with the vertical audio. Yeah. Have no um, fear. I, ex I explain everything. Okay. I will be explaining. So like the example that you gave me um, was actually identical to um, Axel came into my stream. We were talking about it and he was like, I love binaural. I can tell the directionality. I can tell all these things. It's great. I can hear behind me, all this stuff. But there are some missing footsteps. So I'm like, okay, 
how am I going to debunk this one? I'm like, give me a clip, show me. And the, the clip he showed me was um, right outside of dorms on opposite the car side, the side just close to yeah. the rest of dorms. He was standing like five feet to the left of the bottom of the metal staircase. Okay. And, and he was looking towards two-story dorms, so the door was kind of in his outside of his peripheral vision. And what happened was he hears clink, clink, bang, and he's dead. And you can see a dude at the bottom of the stairs, like that had just ran down the stairs, blew his head off. And he literally heard like he heard two footsteps and he was dead. And so that was an example where it's like, whoa, like just like you said, came down the stairs, came around the corner. No, I got a clip, I got a I got a moment that happened literally yesterday. And like I, you know, somebody could clip it or something like that. But I uh, not yesterday. It would have been Monday morning. Does it involve um, stairs? That was involved stairs. I was it's in, always the answer. I was at the top of Scab Bunker, and I knew a guy was in there. And I was just like cheesing him, kind of being a bit of a rat. And I'm waiting for this guy. I'm like, yeah. this guy, how long has he been down here? Like, I, is, he, is he looting? Is he moving? Like, I'm just about to go in. This dude flies up the stairs and just starts running. Like, I, I, I didn't even hear anything. He was already like down the freaking hill. And we're just like, what? <laughs> and then like, we killed him. Yeah. But like, uh because I ratted him and shot him in the back because I was sitting in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it still was crazy. Like, like nothing. Yeah. No, no sound at all, man. And, and when wild. you, and when you, as soon as you like learn how badly the audio works, it makes sense. So like in that case, I was able to reproduce it. What happens is the door opening and the first step well, the first step is like on the threshold of the door. Then the yeah. next step was like on the top stair. That audio is within the second floor indoors occlusion zone. So it's muffled. You don't hear it. Oh. Even though the guy is, you could Ooh. fucking, you could throw a baseball and hit him. So you should be able to hear him. But, and then because of the movement speed, especially downstairs, like the footsteps don't always match with the, like the animation doesn't always match with the sound. Yeah. But basically it's literally enough to, if you just shift W, um, and I had Willers show this because he's got, you know, max level strength. He was just able to open the door, shift W and go clink, clink. And he's at the bottom. So the first step in the door mm. opening is muffled because he's from the game's perspective on the other side of a concrete barrier. And then there's two mm. steps that you can literally see in the peripheral vision. He just goes zooming down the stairs. Um, so it like wasn't even net code. It was just that's what happens when the game has invisible boxes everywhere. that yeah. overlap in strange places. Like the invisible box, they, they don't, I don't know if they changed the structure of the buildings or, or what, or if it was always like this, but they actually are, they don't correspond with the meshes of the environment, like the yeah. obstacles, um, the geometry. So they actually extend a little bit, like the, the stairwell yeah. um, in the middle of, uh, of, of three story, it extends, it's wider than the stairwell. So if you're in a bathroom, and you're up against the wall right next to the stairwell. It's you can hear the stairwell perfectly fine. If you take a step to the left, you yeah. don't. Dude, Be if you go prone on the floor, you can hear second floor audio yes. perfectly fine from third. Or if you stand uh, on a on a sink, yes. you're in the the upstairs occlusion zone, so you can hear it perfectly fine. And yep. then people on second floor will run up to you and they'll be muffled. They don't mm -hmm. match with the floor because you want they want you to be able to hear the third floor audio as you're coming up the stairs so they lower the third floor sound mesh down which means if you're on second floor and you jump up on some trash bags you can stick your head up above and hear upstairs a really mm. egregious place for that is uh the admin building of resort 
if it's raining, this is the best way to tell when it's raining. Just oh, yeah. slow creep around that building. In the basement, on the top floor, like every 14th indoors, step, you're just like, louder rain, quieter rain. And you're like creeping around, louder rain, quieter rain. And it's just like, what? Like, it, yeah. it feels like the resort is just like Swiss cheese, the mess, the meshes. Like, you just, it's so weird. It's so yeah, weird. I have no development experience when it comes to like sound engineering or anything like that. So, like, I'm just thinking in my mind, you see the map, you're looking at how like the audio is profiled yeah. in these giant rectangles. Yeah. And like, I, I would assume you can shrink it and expand <laughs> yeah. it. But like, maybe there's like limitations with like, the building sizes are like chopping and cutting through the different levels that they've created. And because of the buildings being like so, so awkward, it's just not me like measuring up properly. But yeah, hey, but so those, those boxes only work sometimes. So think about if there's a box for the second mm -hmm. floor in factory, there's yeah. that hole in the in the floor in the showers. Yeah, you should be able to hear through that, but it's a solid box. So yeah. you can't. It's the, oh. same, it's the same thing with stairwells. If you stand at the ah. top and you look down, you should you have a line of sight to the bottom step. You should be able to hear it. But because you're looking through two invisible boxes, it's entirely silent. How do they do it with the VoIP then? That's the thing. That's a good point. That's what's like, confusing. I think it bypasses the occlusion. And it's just using the, the, the distance, uh, mm. which is handled just automatically by Unity's audio because Unity handles... The transmission over distance and the volume changes, the attenuation. So, um, would the game be better if there was no occlusion in the walls and they only did the sound via distance? Then you'd have some really weird situations where, like, grenades inside of doors. Yeah. If, if, and then you'd have situations where, if, like, if you have a one level building, things would be really weird. So, you're almost like trading one system for another, like, which is why they and, need to delete yeah. it. Yeah. And fundamentally, and with. Replace it with no, no. Just replace it with the the remaining modules of Steam Audio, yeah. which they're planning on doing. But right now, the biggest thing is updating Unity yeah. and fixing performance. Because I literally, I've never programmed in Unity before. I downloaded Unity software development kit. I opened up a project and I took three hours reading the documentation. I have a staircase that I built. <laughs> it's in like the default fucking Unity environment. Yeah, grayscale. Like capsule. I'm a capsule floating around. And I have it. I have one of uh, fucking Tarkov theme songs emitting from a, a ball, just a fucking sphere. And but I literally built Steam Audio into this project without having ever figured it out, tagged everything, and it's phenomenal. If you if you first of all, if you're standing with the staircase to your left and the uh, like the the speaker basically is to your right, you can hear the sound from the bottom reverberating up the column of the stairs like how it realistically would yeah. and as you mm. go up the stairs you get the perfect mixture of the occlusion of the stairs kind of slightly getting in the way but then also you're hearing the audio coming from below you because that's where it's it's literally like only yeah. some of it's coming through the concrete of the walls the rest of it is bouncing up the stairwell yeah and it it sounds perfect and that's and that's with like the new new unity engine yeah, that's, that's not with it, it, it's it's with the I don't even think I'm on the latest version of Unity in this yeah. project. It's with the latest version of Steam Audio, which they oh, okay. so Steam Audio has like seven modules. The, the first one is binaural sound, which is all it does is it's just take the take the sound and apply a math problem to it that changes the frequencies a little bit so that your left yeah. ear and your right ear get different sounds, yeah, which is what 
it, it it's how it works in real life. So that's why it's perfect and intuitive, which I will show in the video, like side by side, it, everybody can, can figure it out. Like no problem. Um, but so that's, that's like 2% of steam audio. Then they have a module that handles occlusion, a module that handles reverberations and reflections, mm. a module that handles transmission through different objects like glass versus concrete versus plaster and wood. They have a bunch of different modules, but all of those are turned off. They're not even in the game. They literally like in order to get HRTF in this project, I dropped in steam audio and I checked the box and all of a sudden you have perfectly directional audio mm. front and back above and below. Oh, yeah, I, I guess it's just for whatever reason, there's like a shit ton of bugs. That yeah. And Nikita has said that like working towards getting those modules is part of why they need to upgrade to the newer versions of unity. And I think that's, what's confusing. It's like, uh, I can understand, you know, we can understand what steam audio is supposed to do and we can understand the basics of unity, but like, Without seeing, and that's part of it is me and me and Veritas talk about the spaghetti code of like Tarkov being started in 2016 and the audio system and just like all the different band-aids and changes. Like, I don't know why they can't check on those other modules with the current version of Unity. Like, I don't know why they necessarily need it's to. It's performance. It'll, okay. It would tank. It would, oh. So, it, like, the way that they would integrate with their project, and I have a my gut feeling as an engineer is telling me that it's like 80% on battle states side of the implementation because every everything i've read about steam audio and you know being implemented in other games is that it's actually impressively performant now there's probably a bunch of people that are going to write in the yeah. comments like i think it's terrible or i'm a yeah. unity dev for 20 years maybe that's the case i don't know but um my my demo project with seven fucking yeah. triangles gets eleven hundred FPS. So um, <laughs> and deadly. I know you've played quite a bit of this game, but like the the crown jewel game for Steam Audio, the game that was literally like built from the ground up to basically showcase how good it is, is Hunt Showdown, and that oh game's got phenomenal audio. Yeah, Hunt Showdown's got well, their audio is so good that it is the meta of the yeah. entire game. Yep. Like you, the entire game is understanding the audio profiles yeah. and it's it's like the learning curve of hunts is like learning all the ammo and like all the meds and the body armors of Tarkov is like learning all the audio dude use in hunt. It's crazy. And imagine, you just sold me on hunt. You're you're speaking my language. Dude, I'm sweating here now. And imagine Bro, I, imagine if we had that level of audio, you know what I mean? It would change. It's not just like People don't understand. Like it would change gameplay. You know what I mean? You it wouldn't just change how cool and how you know. Oh, I heard that guy running up behind me. Like if you could oh. actually sound whore in Tarkov and be like, oh my god, like I know exactly where that guy is. He's coming. Like it would change the game. Oh, I'm so bad at it because I'm just like running through, like hitting all the ducks and like stepping on the glass <laughs> and like the dogs. The dogs, I'm a dude, a hundred percent. I'm terrible at I'm terrible at him too. Wait, we did we played we this did together. we played with Pep and Pep. Yeah, Pep was so disappointed at, at both of like, us. Uh, all every noise. I've heard. Does you haven't played Hunt at all? I played like, it for like a couple of hours, and I don't. I don't know. I <laughs> doesn't grab you. Yeah. That's, a, that's the one thing. That's the biggest reason why I don't keep playing it. But if you're on this whole sound. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm doing a sponsored stream in like a week or two. So oh, yeah, give okay. it another try. I'm excited. Oh, um, yeah. You'll you'll be like walking. You'll be crouching through a building and you'll step on like a floorboard. 
Yep. And it'll be it's like, like a creep. <laughs> or, and then you'll hear like crows off the distance. And if you like look in the direction of where the crows are, they're going to fly up in a certain way. And that's going to tell you like how players are going to be maneuvering that area. Yeah, 100%. Or like if you like move around like dogs, like you have to do it in a certain way or else they'll start barking at you. And um, it's it's crazy. It's a fun game. But yeah, for yeah. me, it doesn't have the progression level yes. that I want that Tarkov has, but exactly. it does have. So people do like it. It's just. I'm also really bad at it. So, you know. <laughs> Dude, I, I think I, I like fought a, a player, ended up like killing like a squad of two or three. And then I ended up in a house with like this giant scary ass thing that I just I was just screaming in horror while yeah. this like creepy, bulging dead thing was chasing yeah. me. And I was <laughs> like, OK, I don't know. Man, the experience. Yeah, pretty much. But the yeah. but the audio is absolute God tier. And so, yeah, I. Oh, and I the distance so audio bad. for the gunshots mm -hmm. like they have a whole thing in whenever you're creating a loadout where you can select the type of ammunition and then change the distance and scale it so you can actually practice and listen to different types of gunshots so you can learn what guns are being fired at different distances it's actually very impressive they built that into the yep. game just, hell yeah just in the menu you can be like what does this gun sound like from 842 yep. meters away boom okay oh like, <laughs> something like that is trivial to do with steam audio um because like literally the 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 attenuation and yeah. transmission is like a really fucking depending easy drop down menu and a slider yeah um oh they just like drop the slider right into the uh, the player's hands then basically they probably yeah. they probably just yeah spin up a separate version of of, of the module <laughs> or something just for that like little menu i it wouldn't yeah. surprise me um Dude. all right i'm gonna have to check that out one day i'm holding out hope man like tarkov would just be so good if we had that level of detail when it comes to like our environment and being able to hear and being able to trust what we hear <sighs> it'd be really good it'd be yeah, we'll see. really good um one of the other things i wanted to i wanted to talk about it's, it's always the shit that i've been testing lately that i get like excited about um is skills so i know like clean recently uh made a video where he's talking about skills um i had a couple of uh disagreements we were we've been chatting back and forth talking about different things um and i, I wanted to know what your opinion was on <clears throat> how does it feel from your perspective with your skills and versus fighting other people and what you know what, what do you think about that yeah skills uh you know i used to be a big soft skill guy and i you know got a lot of fly for in the beginning um and I still like the progressive attitude of skills. I like that uh, your character gets stronger, more adaptive, mm -hmm. in, like given the things that they do. Like if you use certain weapons, like you're going to level up different skills. You know, if you play more covert, then you're going to get covert movement. That all feels good to a certain degree, right? It all feels good until you have the differences between somebody who's got like 51. The, the big, like, when it comes to skills, there's four skills. <laughs> that we really got to talk about endurance strength perception and like the recoil control skills um those are the ones that are like usually the most controversial mm -hmm. and for good reasons because those are the ones that change the dynamic of pvp the most the rest of them like metabolism well you can make an argument that it makes a change in pvp but you know what you're going to pop somebody's stomach and it doesn't really it's 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 yeah. not it's not as big of a deal as those because like the moment that you have players that are moving in the game at different run speeds that has a huge it, it's a big deal um 
And uh, so I'm, I'm very stuck in the middle because on one hand, from like an immersive yeah. environmental perspective, your guy's in the shit. The more he's in the shit, the more he's going to adapt, the stronger he gets. But it is kind of annoying that the speed difference between a level one player and somebody with 51 is so different. Uh, so especially when, you, when it comes to listening. Sounds when, when you say speed... Do you is that based on like the speed that you're seeing people move at? Yeah. Or is that okay? Yeah, because um, like you can't really control the skills that the other people have. You can only observe it. Yeah. So it's um it's really just like if everyone like the game would be interesting to see how like well the the beginning of the wipe is very interesting yeah. because things like how much gear you're carrying. Uh, has a huge impact on how players move through the map. Yeah. Like very much slow, slow down, especially with inertia. And once they get 51 strength, you can have a shitload of stuff in your backpack and still be playing way faster than somebody who's just wearing a pack at level one. Is that good for the game? I don't know. Um, yeah. Is it like, I think there needs to be some sort of middle ground where maybe the speed of which players are moving needs to be the same. Um, where, where strength and endurance can have their perks, their pros and cons, but, and and then also like how much strength plays into a role with the overall weight and the stamina drain of your character at max level. Yeah. Like, I think it's too much right now. I think there's a, there, there's something they can do to keep skills in the game, but I understand the perspective of people that are not a fan of them, but I also get the perspective of people who like them. So, yeah. It's tiff. It's a difficult topic. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a distinction to be made between when people say strength. Yeah. How much do you mean level 51 strength, like elite perks, versus someone with level 30 and versus someone level 40 versus someone with level 50 versus 51? Yeah. yeah. There's two different things though, because like the elite perk um, only counts the amount of weight. I believe that's in your backpack. Yeah, something yeah, like that. I think um, it's the stuff you're carrying rather than what you're wearing. Yeah, right. So that has a huge impact. So that is that is almost like a separate category because the new weight system is essentially obsolete and you're playing old Tarkov. Yep. Yeah. And then you have another thing, which is it scales the run speed uh, as you're getting up close to level 51. Like I have like level 40 something strength, right? Yeah. I'm still going to be having a significant impact uh, in comparison to a new player especially in my friend and walk speed walk speed's huge walk speed i think people don't talk about enough because your ability to walk and hold a lean and move around a corner mm. is kind of like the peaker's aggression of our day now and i think that is also something that people like if you don't realize how fast you walk with 51 strength it's crazy like you are gun up at the ready moving real quick through those quarters so uh it is uh it is like a completely different game basically so I'm gonna add some more more things to test. Like I haven't tested the walk speed. I hadn't I don't considered have that either. Head. Um, but yeah, I I have done recently tests between different like between level one and elite level strength endurance. And what I just recently finished was perception because that's been the thing where I mean even people in chat, multiple people were like, elite perception is fucking broken. So I'm and. When I hear that, I'm the the natural skepticism uh, hits me because if something was fucking broken, 
usually it's pretty easy for me to notice when I'm playing, mm -hmm. given how much I play. Um, it's possible that I just don't notice and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm missing it. Uh, but I can't I can't avoid the well, wait a minute. That's weird. I've literally never thought about this skill ever playing. So, you know, either the significance is lost or, or I haven't paid attention to it. So I've been doing literally either testing myself or getting people who have the skills that I haven't gotten yet to test. And there's some interesting results. Um, the one thing I want to get out of the way real quick um, is so the difference between level one strength and elite strength ignoring the elite perk just like yeah. the speed difference mm -hmm. is slightly more i think 1.2 meters per second so that's something where i can see it making a difference in some scenarios but i have to admit that in so many scenarios i feel like that significance is maybe overstated because mm -hmm. usually I'm not if someone jumps out a window and they go to flank around dorms or something, my the way I'm reacting is like, at least to me, 95% just their sound. I'm not it's not like mm. I'm have yeah. a stopwatch in my head and I expect the timing so much. Yeah. Um, and the inconsistency in the net code around movement, to me, I think is more significant than any change in movement speed. Like when people mm. are if you just play with anybody and you watch them go, Jesse knows. They're, they just it's a, like every other thing is a stutter and a stop and a stutter and a stop. So those are things that to me, it's like until they fix that, I'm not even going to touch like walking speed. with. Well, I think pull. that level of netcode issue is expedited from the increased movement speed. Yeah. For um, sure. And then also tied with endurance. So it's also like it's not just strength, but it's also endurance because that ability to maintain that momentum for longer periods of time too, yeah, really makes a difference. Um, I, I see what you say. Like I understand, like this, the difference is not nearly as bad as it was before, for sure. And, but it's still there. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of like in the middle, in the sense that, like, what, when we've been talking about skills recently, like, um, <clears throat> what I, what I'm trying to force myself to think is like, in, in what context do the skills feel, you know, broken or, or underpowered or overpowered or whatever. And a lot of the times, like going back to the the audio conversation, like let's assume Tarkov has Hunt Showdown level of audio. If you could, like like Veritas was saying, if somebody breaks a window and jumps out, if you could trust the sound and if you and if it was really like occluding and propagating so well, then that minimizes the uh, it not it doesn't negate, but it it changes how much weight that extra movement speed has because I can track you, you know what I mean, either through bushes or through walls. And then the other thing that I always talk about is um, um, the I, I this is my kick I'm on right now is that like Tarkov is so predictable. Like when you spawn shoreline, right? You're like, I'm here. I am I am the first, second, or third closest spawn to resort. I know that if I'm the second best, the first best guy is going to be entering through this doorway at approximately this time. And when you add elite strength and endurance to that level of predictability it makes a huge difference. Like you're saying, Deadly, you can be like, oh, I think this guy's going to be here. I'm dead. What, how did he get there so fast? Do you know what I mean? But let's mm. assume we're in a world, let's, it's, let's just, let, you know, put our imagination hats on. Open world Tarkov, removing that level of predictability then removes a certain amount of like, oh, he got there because it was strength and endurance. And it was just like, I have no idea if he got there because he ran faster than me, because he's been waiting there all day. You're just responding to stimulus. Yeah. It's no longer predicting timings. And so my, so because I'm so stuck in the middle, like these, some of these conversations me and Veritas have been having, I'm like, yeah, maybe the skills aren't that bad. But then sometimes when I'm like, I'm like, I have my game open and I'm looking at like, 
Like I hadn't mm. considered that deadly. Like when the strength, I'm level 50 strength. I'm 20 points away from elite. And it says increases movement and sprint be, sp speed by 20%. I had never considered the the walking speed at 20%. If you've got a juice cannon mm. at the ready and you're walking 20% faster, closing distance on me or swinging a, a corner, or if I think you're far enough away, I can pop a heel or something like that. And you mm. start to pre-fire me. I think that's something. And so when I, what I'm struggling with is like, sometimes I'm like, man, the skills are crazy powerful. And then sometimes I'm like, but think, but what if Tarkov had perfect sound, better net code, and we were in open world? Would I consider the skills that we have as we have them right now overpowered? I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's where I can't, I have, I have such a hard time putting my foot down if I think they're overpowered or not, because I try to look at the game as Nikita wants to make it, not necessarily as we have it now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Weight is also a dictator of movement speed. Yeah. I yes. So, so until you hit 51, then most of it yeah. is, goes away. Right. So, so along your journey, like while you're leveling up your skill, like let's say you're like 30 or 40, like the amount of loot you're able to carry while maintaining that high level of speed. Yes. Also That's so true. So I think the biggest difference, if you want to look at the impact of skills in Tarkov, is look at PvP players now, and then go watch their vods on the first day. Mm -hmm. that's where you're going to see the difference. And when it comes to perception, it's hard to notice the perception because it's like, it's like uh, making a change in your lifestyle. It's like one of those things where I think my little <laughs> dog is trying to break into my office right now. <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's because it's a, such a slow trickle, you know, you're not yeah. going to actually notice the benefits because it's such a long period of time. It's yeah. like months of you playing Tarkov and you might get a small percentage better every single day. So um, that's why you I really, do the you, testing side by side. Yeah. yeah. Because that's the yeah. only way. So I, let me, I have a few bullet points. Sure. Because I have away. the, I have the, I did the side by side. Um, and for I perception, was perception, right? For perception. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the information because so far all we've ever known is that it's 35% hearing distance increase. Yeah. But what does that mean? You know, yeah. it sounds broken. It sounds busted. But what does that translate to? So, now I want to actually give you like real answers to real scenarios. And then if you want to decide based on that, if it's OP and needs to be nerfed, by all means, that's like a subjective opinion. I can't say you're wrong. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But I think this stuff is really fascinating. So sure. the first thing I want to uh, respond to was one of the specific things that made me question this whole thing was that you can hear um, significantly further at elite perception with an Alton than a level one without a helmet. So that was like... Ooh. That's a little I, sus. That's I a little don't, sus. Um, and so then one of the things that that uh, that that Clean had said, and I'm not sure where if he's quoting a video or or, or yeah. whatever. Um, but another one of the things he said was that you, if you have an Alton on with elite perception and you're in East Wing, you can hear footsteps in West Wing, and that to me was like entire. I, I feel like I can can't hear shit with the Alton, <laughs> so that was like skeptical radar, you know. But I wanted to test it. Yeah. Um, it's. The second one is partially true. If you're on the one end of the sky bridge and they're on the other end of the sky yeah. bridge, right? Like, yeah. that's a huge difference than if you're halfway into East Wing and they're halfway into West Wing. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Um, you just, you won't hear it. It's not remotely, not re remotely close enough. Um, but so let me do a couple comparisons because what I have is the, I, the, the test that I did was with Desmond because he has a level one account and an elite, uh, elite perception account. 
he would stand there with a oh a, a range finder range finder ah. on my back and oh. i would run and he was recording while i would run and then you'd see the range unfortunately it only updates every half a second so it's like not yeah. as granular as i would have liked it but that's something to keep in mind too that you know it, it because it only updates every half a second that's a few meters yeah. of accuracy you know give or take but so keep that in mind um and we did that with um no headphones contacts on and alton on with uh with binaural audio on binaural audio off level one level 51 like all the things Damn, okay and so hmm. here's a couple of of facts your hearing distance um with if you have elite perception with an alton is for all intents and purposes identical to without any headphones and without a helmet they're both oh. they're both stop at about 49 oh. meters you know that's not bad though yeah that's not that's interesting that's now, it. think about it it's 50 meters is where essentially like a step at 47 you can hear and then the next step is you know one meter later right yeah. is is what 51. was the, what was the distance with an alton with level one 38 39 ish so we're talking about 10 meters which if you I, I calculated the speeds based on the running distance and everything and the average is about six ish meters per second so it's less um it's less than a little bit more than one second of additional audio between level 51 and level one you're talking about one second now some people might say one second's all i need to win a fight and yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> You know, you know, you you laugh, but I think that's not, me, dude. I just need a second. <laughs> you know, I don't, hey, no, just keep. I'm interested in this. I want to yeah. hear more. But I so I, more. that that to me was super fascinating. Yeah. In that, in that, um. So, okay, so so there, elite perception with an Alton versus nothing else, or basically the same hearing distance. It ends up being about 50 meters. Level one perception with an Alton is about 38, 39 ish, whereas no headphones is about 48, 49 ish. So you can actually hear with no headphones exactly as far as you can with at level one and as level 51. They're both about 48, 49 meters. Really? Wait, so, so it there's it one data point. It doesn't change the base. Nope. There's no difference. Wait, wait, wait. So roll it back. So you're saying without an Alton, just regular headphones like contacts. No, no, no headphones. No headphones. Okay, so just no headphones, ears. no also naked ears. A level one perception and a level fifty-one perception account hear the exact same distance away. Footsteps. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop being audible at the same distance. At the same distance. Fifty-one right. to one. So th that must mean that the modifier is only applied to the statistic that changes the audio profile, which means contacts would have to be different. I'm Maybe assuming. there's more information yeah. that may or may not contribute to that. So now one interesting thing unrelated to the skills, but I tested. So taking the volume and boosting it by 15 dB, which if you know anything about audio, that's a fucking lot. Yeah. Uh, like like if, if if you take the if I put it at the level uh, where I, like I would normally play Tarkov, if I boost it 15 dB and you go to listen, the audibility of the footsteps, it doesn't change. Like Tarkov, it stops playing the audio at the yeah. It at, doesn't at, at that distance. It doesn't roll yeah, it off. It's just like boom. So that was just something I thought was interesting because I thought that there would be a difference between like practical hearing distance yeah. versus actual. You know, thinking like, oh well, maybe it's too quiet for you to hear, but in reality, it's, it's even even when it's much 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 quieter, <laughs> you you still hear it 
you know, and, and ultimately speaking, when it comes to sound, there's a huge amount of value by the binary of do you hear it or not? And then yeah. you only get additional information from, okay, is it soft? Is it loud? How yeah, close yeah. is it? You know, whatever. Um, but yeah. as soon as you hear a footstep, well, now you're looking in that direction. Um, so yeah. that to me is where most of the value is. So, so that was the first thing. Um, so if you, oh yeah, so I already told you guys, if you're wearing an Alton, you can hear at most 10 meters further away. So again, that's less than two seconds between level 51 and level one perception. Um, wearing contacts, you can hear f about 14 meters further comparing level 51 and level one. But doing the math on it, that's only slightly more than 20% further. So it's not the 35% mm. that's on the uh, that's advertised in the skill. Mm. Um, it was it was the difference between I think it was 22%, um, which is the difference between 61 meters and 74 meters. Yeah, now we're now we're getting up there. Now yeah. we're getting now but again, that's still getting greater. That's still less than two seconds yeah. of of mm -hmm. sprinting time. Which again, you might think it's significant, and maybe it is. I can't. It's so hard for me to tell how many scenarios it was like. If I only heard him two seconds further, then I would have won the fight. Yeah, At 60, 70 meters, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't it's know. one of those things. Like I'd have to go back and objectively look at all my fights and try to yeah. figure. Well, out I feel like it, I feel like with this data, your your goal with this isn't to make that decision for people. Yeah, it's to give them right? the information you know what I mean? and discuss yeah. it themselves. It's, just it's, to, the data it's to clarify and, yeah. thirty-five. You can hear your enemy thirty-five percent farther away than somebody else sounds scary, but just clarifying what that information is, like Deadly, you were just saying, it's obviously not a flat thirty-five. It's a thirty-five percent apl applied to some other modifier, and that's yeah. where Tarkov just goes or down the yeah, yeah, or it's broken, or it's, or it's broken, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and maybe more, if they you fix got more it. data on this, like I'm so into this. Oh, I do. I do. I've got four oh. more bullet points. All right. All right. Um, Hit me with it. So, so if you look at the numbers, contacts boost your hearing distance when you're uh, as compared to an Alton. So going from Alton to contacts, making that like decision whether or not you want to wear active headphones, it gives you a 50% increase in distance at elite perception. Um, but at level one perception, it actually gives you making that same distinction where I guess if you're level one and you have an alt in, I don't know, <laughs> but if you had to, doing yeah. the, you know, the comparison, it's actually a 60% increase, which makes sense given that they're basically the same kind of overall distance, but that's, you're, you're talking about, you know, going from a headphone, uh, going from a helmet to the headphones is more than twice the noticeable increase in distance yeah. Yeah. Okay. 51 skill levels which 51 you didn't just go to Prampor and pay, pay 22,000 rubles for 51 skill levels right you spent fucking 8 months playing the game every <laughs> yeah. day to get that so um, just keep that in mind um, so let me see let me see let me see um, in summary an Alton yeah so an Alton wearing an Alton or any of those helmets um, they will hurt you more at level one perception than level 51 perception there's more of a cost there which yeah. may or may not be relevant given that you're generally not wearing them at level one yeah. um you know may or may not be significant i'm not sure um but in context give you more of a benefit so when you're at level 51 perception so yeah like 
those are the options you have to weigh. Yeah. The difference between 38 and 48 meters hearing distance with an Alton, the difference between 48 and 49 meters without <laughs> headphones, um, and the distance between 61 and 75 meters with contacts, comparing level one and level 51. Yeah, that's <clears> the, that's just the hard the hard data. Um, Hmm. I don't know how long it takes to level the 51 perception. I don't so even know long. what my perception level is. Uh, I think that 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 factors in like greatly in the whether or not it's OP uh, department. I th I do think seconds matter in Tarkov. I mm. would take 51 over not having 51 for sure. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like especially if you're uh, if you're a PVP guy and you're snapping at like fractions of a second, you know that can certainly. Yeah. help um the biggest thing though that was that in my opinion isn't the contacts it's like being level 51 and wearing an alton and having the same sound as somebody who's level one with no helmet like that's interesting to me like that's well, like it's actually not there's one minor thing to consider okay the ambient sound in this game is so fucking loud so the footstep audio is still hearable at the same distance but it's because the the alton cuts down how loud the hum of the the electrical systems are or the yeah. wind that to me is may more significant than the oh. skills um mm. but, but is, the footsteps, is the footsteps still the same when you're wearing the alton and like muffling the other external sounds is the same uh, like it's like the footsteps like it's like you're wearing the alton and like the environmental sounds are muffled but the footsteps what are those like I think they they're are, just less muffled. They're audible. Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah, hard okay. to say. I, unfortunately, I can't, like, isolate it because yeah, you yeah. have crickets chirping or rain or whatever, right? So the thing is, is that if you look at the audio levels, it's going like this when there's nothing happening because there's just so much, like, yeah. of all of the, um, you know, all of the, the ambient sound. But so another thing I think worth mentioning that is quite relevant is this is the audible volume when you are sitting there fucking listening for footsteps <laughs> as soon as you there were a couple clips i have where yeah. um where desmond's character was like ah, ah, and you couldn't every time he'd breathe you couldn't hear footsteps so it assumes yeah. that there's nothing there's no gunshots you're not reloading you're not healing you're not in a bush it, you're that's assuming that you are perfectly listening exactly for footsteps yeah. not mm. shooting the shit with your buddy on discord you know, so again, practically speaking, how many scenarios is that going to matter? I, I, I can't know. I don't think anybody yeah, could know. Exactly. Unless we you, can't know. Unless yeah. you looked over 100 raids mm. and you did some kind of average. But again, that's just your experience. Here's the way I see it. It's like, I think there are more things for beginner and intermediate players to work on strategically and yes. how they play the game that's going to have a greater impact and worrying what your level of skill is of your enemy because at the end of the day it most likely by the time you even think that it could matter it's not going to matter um it will probably benefit your experience moving through tarkov like your perception skill is going to give you a small percentage bonus of being able to hear your enemy before maybe you would have if you don't have the skill up but what like at the end of the day like when you're in that environment like you're trying to survive as best as you yeah. can like you're like that's that's the whole argument that i use um for like eod versus standard and you know what like there are certainly situations where like having extra stims or extra meds in your gamma makes a difference 
But at the end of the day, when you're in Tarkov, I am not worrying about the secured container, the boof box yeah. that my enemy has. I'm just trying to kill him or eliminate the threat. Yep. So, and I think the same can be said for the soft skills. Like, like, Amen. So, you know what I mean? It's tough. It's a tough. I agree. I agree. It is an individual journey with the skills that does make your character stronger. Yeah, for sure. But but at the end of the day, the. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. It's like it. It feels like there's so much. It feels like there's so much stacked against you in Tarkov that people want a place to look to blame. You know what I mean? To be like, ah, like if I if I could grind to that, if I could do that, but. But at the end of the day, you know, you can pick anything. You can pick ammo. You know, is ammo the most important thing in Tarkov? Give Landmark a stock AK with PS and his survival rate goes down maybe 2% because he's just good. You know what I mean? He just knows how to flush out his enemy. He knows how to do that. Is armor the thing? Is the guns the thing? Is it meta guns? You see, you know, Willers will late wipe when everybody else is level, you know, 50. Willers will go 1 to 40 with a Taz or 1 to 40 with a VPO and have a 68% survival rate. And it's like, so, so I think what you're saying, Daily, is that like at the end of the day, if you're new or if you're struggling, there are so many other things to like latch onto that actually could make you better than just saying, you know, maybe it's the skills, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. It's like there's there's a lot to work on. What, even with the audio, when you were saying like it, that's assuming you're listening perfectly, Veritas, like and you're like, what if you're healing? What if you're this? You know how many times like I've kind of made it my shtick, right? The replay buffer thing. Like when I die, I almost always clip it, watch it back. Almost immediately, because a lot of times I'll play with a duo and I'm like, all right, I have time, so we'll watch the clip back. I can't tell you how many countless, countless times upon watching the clip back, I went, oh, yeah, I heard his audio. I was tunnel visioned and I was I thought he was going to be here. And I was thinking in my head, this is going to be a sick play. And then I'm dead. And I go, what? I didn't hear any audio. And then I eat my words 13 seconds later. And yeah, people don't really do that. that. People don't people don't give themselves that opportunity. And a lot of times, like a lot of that stuff, it was a cheater or it was a two man. It was this. It was that. A lot of the things we think watch your clip back within 10 seconds of you dying. And so much of what you think happens so often, your brain just made that junk up. It's like, what? there, there must have been three of them. And I watched the clip back and I'm like, no, I just see him right there. He ran and I just missed it because I thought he was going to be over here. And so you just you just so explained much. the thesis of my video. Basically, <laughs> on audio, which is like we are all fucking so wrong all the time. Yeah. Educate yourself on the things and, you know, figure out what's relevant, what's important, and what to blame. Um, but before I forget, you, what you guys both just said, it brought up what I think is actually the most relevant thing. And that's if you're level one, what are the chances that those two seconds? <laughs> are going to be the reason why you fail especially if you're <laughs> yeah. new or whatever there's yeah. so many other you're going to miss your shots you're going to have shit ammo you are going to not have any optics you're not going to know, what, know so what map you're on yeah. like. <laughs> so that's like one of the most relevant things is like you know if yeah. if it's will with level one perception his skill is going to make those one or two seconds irrelevant whereas if you're new your skills are irrelevant yeah. largely irrelevant to your success right and like what deadly said it's I mean, that's the truth. Well, There's you, so many the, other the things thing to focus on. You'd prefer to have them at 50. Of course, yeah. Of course. Like, yeah. So, and... Um, but do you want to take it away from somebody else? Like, would anybody argue that they want to take it away because it's too powerful? Yeah. yeah, yeah you that's get, all well and good until you spend a thousand hours and you're like, well, yeah. none of the skills fucking do anything for me. This sucks, yeah. you know? 
and going right. that's, and, that's it. And yeah. going back to oh. what you said, Deadly, I totally agree. I love th- I love the subtle leans to the RPG genre that this game has. You know what I mean? There's a part of me that no. remembers cutting down trees for 70 hours in RuneScape to get that. And I'm still playing. RuneScape. I know, dude. You're still fighting those crabs, dude. You're still fighting those crabs. And like 21 year anniversary. Let's go. <laughs> and there's a part of me that loves that. And when you yeah. really break the math down. Three days ago, I would have told you I was all I was a hundred percent on the bandwagon. Perception is broken; it's busted. Thirty-five percent is way too far. But now I'm thinking one to one and a half seconds over six hundred hours of me grinding out a wipe. Maybe that's fair. You know what I mean? Like because that's the other data point we don't necessarily have. Numbers have been thrown out, but I don't know if these numbers came from Nikita. But like, how many people get to elite endurance? How many people get to elite strength? Five percent. Five percent had elite strength and endurance at the end of the last wipe, which was the a longest six wipe ever. Six and a half month wipe, seven month wipe, five percent. So that's and a I whole nother thing. Raids and I'm level forty four strength. Was the was the last wipe the longest wipe? I don't think the last wipe was, but it was. It they've all they've all been up there recently. I thought it was. I think yeah. it's. It, I feel like more people are gonna have elite strength this wipe, but not elite endurance. Yeah. Dude, mine are level. Both are level forty-four. They're almost exactly the same. Dude, Holy bro, fuck. mine's like forty-something strength and like thirty. Yeah, you want to hear this? I'm rolling fat. I'm I'm, fat. I'm level fifty. I'm I'm twenty-one point four skill points away from level fifty-one strength. I have level twenty-five endurance. Yeah, I got. I think I I'm I'm fifty-two and yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like mid forty strength. And like yeah, like thirty. Yeah. Now 30 you guys, endurance see that's why because I never fucking loot anything. Now the past- I'm, not, I'm like the opposite <laughs> of a goblin. It's so boring to me half the time. So I'm usually shift Wing around towards bullets that I'll never yeah. see. Um, yeah. Now I have been huh. strength training this past like week. I got super frustrated trying to keep endurance. Like oh, I gotta go in light because I don't want endurance. Just and I was like, dude, screw this. I'm just gonna get strength to elite, and then and then you're always underweight. So lol. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I th- so that's like, yeah, yeah, it is so hard. I struggle. I flip flop, man. Some days I'm like, oh, the skills are so overpowered. But then I'm like, well, okay, you know what I mean? How many players play the game? How many players get elite? How many don't? What are the middle? We always compare elite to one. But like Veritas was saying earlier, how many people do you come across with level 20 strength, with 12 or 30 strength? Then those margins are smaller. And then it's like, how many fights is it going to matter? You know, we're talking about with perception, we're talking about 60, 70 meters away. You know, maybe me and Deadly Woods mains get into a lot of engagements around that. But like if customs is if customs labs reserve and shoreline resort are the main PVP areas is 60 meters. Like how many? It's and so if hard. You're inside yeah. On that like okay. Uh, like on that level like your maximum hearing distance is already greater than that entire floor yeah 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 exactly so, so hearing yeah. somebody out and then when you add on top of that five-year-old bugs with audio staircases desync performance my main client side bugs like yeah. i uh, i've never really thought about it i but i'm also not an active participant in uh, the meta discussion is much yeah. more with the skills. So I, I am like not been aware of like the debates and the, and the ongoing discussions. If per, I, I, I've heard a few people discuss perception. Um, yeah, my, my main, my main thing with skills, uh, I think the most noticeable thing amongst all players is definitely just the general movement speed Yeah, and the consistent and how, how the amount of loot that you grab mm-hmm. and dictate 
how fast your character yeah. moves. And I think that that is, I think that when people talk about our skills OP, I really do think they're honing on those specific issues. Perception, man, I, I'm fucking deaf, basically. I can't hear shit anyway. You know, so like, you just want that I, little like dot. I'm like Jesse, man. I'm like, I didn't hear that guy. You know, and like sometimes, like I, what we talked about earlier with verticality, there's certainly situations yeah. where that's the case for me. But more often than not, I'm talking about some fucking bullshit and like, I didn't, I should have heard him. <laughs> Story time, so, yeah. You know what? Story you know what? Time. The, the, test I, the test I need to do, because this is the true test, is it's it's like the impossible test that I'll never be able to do, but imagine if you could never see the skills. Imagine if you yeah. were blinded to the skill level, and it, it, in a perfect world, if I could reproduce the same exact thing, the same exact inputs, and maybe I could, maybe I could try and, yeah. I wouldn't want to fudge it, but like, I did this with the audio. People said, I can't localize with binaural audio, and then I would blind it, and so far, I've tested five people with this. 100% of the time, without binaural, they can't tell above versus below versus yeah. in front versus behind. 100%, they've all just guessed, and they even have a 25% chance of getting it right <laughs> by accident, and there's not been one right guess. And 100% of the time, with binaural, they instantly, they don't need to listen to it three times yeah. and think about it, instantly, oh, behind me, oh, below me, oh, directly above me. Um and it's when blinded, I mean, that's, that's science, yeah. baby. Like you just, you just demonstrated yeah. it that, you know, so it, if I could show someone jiggle peeking or sidestepping or whatever with elite strength versus level one, or maybe they're level 30 and say, what do you think this person's strength level is? Yeah. Or even show them side by side and just 50% opacity. Really, hey man, if, I think, if they got a red back, if they got a red hat and like a purple armband and a big couch backpack, I'm saying 51. <laughs> I'm saying 51, baby. Saying they 51, got a mutant man. with the he's voodoo. He's got a gold pack on his fucking head and he's just like, <laughs> I'm saying one. Yeah. That's my that's, guess. Uh, to Deadly's point, that's uh, earlier. Like True. that would be an interesting, like I know, I know your video you're making is on audio and perception relates to that. So that's why you did testing for that skill. But somebody to do testing with strength uh i think important thing would be to test accounts with level one strength and endurance and then level uh, accounts with level 51 strength and endurance not just isolating but seeing how those synergistically work together and how much and how much it counteracts but inertia because inertia scales intensely i've been i would ran some raids with like rengar who is a Chad, this guy's had Kappa for two weeks. He's level like 68 already. And I ran some raids and I was walking out of reserve because he's so good. He could like APMCs multiple times, 80 kilos on me. Okay. And as it scales up, like even at 50 kilos, 50, 60, when you start getting up past 50, inertia is nuts. You go to peak a corner and you're on ice skates, baby, just skating around that corner. Yeah. And dude, it's crazy. And so that I think is definitely a non-zero thing. If I've got, you know, if I've got a Gen 4, an Alton, or a Zabralo and an Alton and a Mutant, you know what I mean? I'm going into that raid with 30 kilos. I pick up 20 kilos worth of loot. I'm fat. I'm a big boy. With elite strength and endurance, I'm 20 kilos with that kit and 20 kilos worth of stuff in my backpack. I'm underweight. And now inertia is not nearly as big of a deal. So I... And your weight limit... To have that inertia defect yes. increase too. Yeah, exactly. I can yeah. carry more before I even get to the yellow or get to the red, and I have nothing. So that would be interesting as it relates yeah. to how much inertia um, 
adjust your character. But do you think? I, I hate to like. I, oh, I love feel it. like I'm hit being me. a contrarian. No, no, no. You know, hit I'm not me. trying to oh, be a contrarian for, for the sake of it. But like, imagine if you got a level 51 character with an empty bag, yeah, ver versus one with with a full bag. I guess if if you get into a fight, what is from my perspective of the one that's dying to the the, the yeah. Giga Chad? What what do I fucking care what they have in their bag? No, like, no, no. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that we've been looking at it through the lens of how much faster does an elite strength or level person move? What if we flip it to what if we're moving at the exact same speed, but you've got a wrist T and a Zabralo and a mutant, and I've got a penis helmet, a class four Regan and Adar, right? If I put your kit on, I could barely move, but you and me can move at the exact same speed. What like you know what I mean? That's an interest. All I'm saying, I'm not even saying that that means we should or should remove strength. I'm saying that's an mm -hmm. interesting perspective on it. We can move at the same speed, but I can't move at that speed with your kit on, and your kit definitely changes how quickly I can kill you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I guess I'm just thinking like, is the reason why you're not wearing that because that you move slow or oh, 100%. In, in, the thing is like in that engagement yeah you aren't wearing that I, yeah i no, don't know for sure i've had no 100 i have had armors in my inventory that are like for when i get elite strength armors like when i find mm -hmm. a gen 4 full i'm not touching that until i have elite strength because it's 14 kilos and i'm already Wonder halfway if it changes your movements uh, your turn speed because that's I why i don't use does. forts the fucking mm, turn yeah. speed well, that's a different. That's a different number, right? Yeah. I think that. I, yeah. I, well, no. Well, is it still like that? Does it do like a percentage? It does, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't with, know. With each individual body armors, I thought they got rid of that with inertia, but I think it's still listed. But um, yeah. that's that's it, man. It's the combination of the loot, the weight, and yeah. the speed. Yeah. Because I, um, you know, people are gonna be heavy. People are gonna be looting, and the more like if you're a really level player you can loot way more and still maintain that high level of play yeah where a new guy picks up a car battery and he's like huffing and puffing and hitting prone and like crawling yeah. and standing and then you know a guy with 51 unless strength he pumps just, a mule yeah yeah well i mean then, sure then i mean irrelevant but well i mean a mule stim is like eighty thousand rubles and there's negative debuffs like you drain your hp so yeah and, and most yeah. new players won't have mule stims yeah, uh, yeah. as well so that, i think that's 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 it right there, I think. Because the, I do think that's significant. Say you say you get a... Re if you're relatively new to the game, you're level 15, right? You get the god Rishala spawn, and you work hard, and you wipe that, and Rishala Guard 3 has a Gen 4, and Rishala Guard 1 has an Alton. That's a situation where now you've got the kit on because you want it. You can... You're ice skating around the map. You can't maneuver at all. And somebody walks up in a similar kit with level 51 strength, and they can just straight out maneuver you. Like, that. that is a situation where the game says, here is your reward for, like, playing the game well and working on it. You got this god-tier loot, and now... You know what I mean? Like you, mm. uh, once again, I'm not saying this as an advocate, like we should get rid of strength. I'm saying these are the situations where I think they become relevant, where like, you know, let's just say in this perfect scenario, then a 51 Chad comes up with a Gen 4 and an Alton. We've got the same thing on and the movement speed in that fight could greatly affect the outcome. The skill as well, like you said, if you're a level what if 15. What if they have a rat ring? They're still going to have way more of a movement advantage. So I'm, I'm wondering. Yeah, but if you it's could hit them. You could kill them. If, if it's more significant that the debuffs are too punishing versus the benefits are. So in my opinion, yeah, the, debuffs, 
the debuffs are or what it's the debuff is what affects the fight for you more like because let me think about it this way the deb yeah the debuff affects you more if you have a backpack full of shit at level 51 strength it's the same as if your backpack is empty but if, when i'm the one fighting you i don't care what you have in your backpack i care what's in my backpack and what slows me down yeah it, it's in in my opinion it's that's closer to the whole gamma versus alpha container argument where it's like it doesn't affect combat it's way more convenient when you have a kappa right yeah. compared to an mm -hmm. but but it's not going to win you a fight um, yeah, I, I think Jesse's if, point if, was really good, though. That, that was a good counterpoint. Um, it was like, you don't yeah, have to care about the weight of the gear that yeah. you take in. It's a non-factor at that point. It is, it is zeroed yeah. out. Um, and then also, I think, um, when you get to a higher level, not even to max, but even like a higher level, the loot that you grab doesn't necessarily matter anymore. Yeah. Where in the first week, everyone cares about how many car batteries and motors yeah. they grab. And then, and then people make a choice on leaving that stuff behind because it will affect their ability to kill their enemy. So yeah. I, I do, yeah. I think, I think when it comes down to like the skill thing, I think you have to have it as an individual skill discussion and not the whole skill. Cause yeah. like you, you made a really good point where like, I kind of agree. Like, I don't really care about perception as much as other people. I think that's some really good data points to suggest that like for the overwhelming majority of people, it won't make much of a difference. Yeah. Um, I, I, and like, you know, random skills like vitality and stress resistance and uh, different practical skills. Um, some can even argue covert movement. Is that even fucking working right now? I don't even know. <laughs> I like to think it does, yeah. but I don't know. But when it comes to how the movement speed of the character is manipulated by the skills, I think that specifically is the target that people discuss yeah. and have been discussing for years, um, especially when it comes to loot. I think that's that's yeah. the big one. Strength um, is, the, is the biggest candidate for some sort of discussion. I mean, at the yeah. basic level, the discussion it always has been too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then briefly, there was the recoil control thing where people were reloading SKS. Oh my God. Yeah. That was like a brief moment in time, yeah. but overwhelming yeah. majority of the time it's on that specific discussion. And it's gotten worse because of inertia and the weight system, not yeah. worse, but like the discussion is still yeah, the ongoing, discussion. For different yeah. Reasons. So yeah. I agree. And, and it's like, we don't want to, I, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Like there's, 40 skills here. There's 15, 20 of them that are still grayed out. There's some skills that nobody ever gets elite that seems so cool, like covert movement, like you were saying. And like even stress resistance. Yeah. That was cool. I've only had that 51 once, and you have uh, this whole adrenaline system that's in the game. Yeah. And like, no don't one get me started on adrenaline. Yeah, I, know. I, people I bet you there's people listening right now that don't even know that like there's an adrenaline berserker mode where yep. someone can literally break your limb and you can continue to move at full speed for a few seconds without a painkiller. That is in Tarkov. That should be in the game. Yeah, for I agree. For I actually, everybody. I've been saying this for a while that that should be stress resistance skill in the higher level of the skill, the longer the dude, duration of we that, yeah. we were talking. Amen, dude. dude we were talking you. about that a few but weeks. But instead, it's the opposite. You yeah. get shot with a one buckshot from 80 meters away, a single pellet, and now your fucking stamina is like, and you can't move. Yeah. And not only yeah. do and you I got Nikita to fix it a little bit. He said he he reduced it as much as he possibly could. I'm like bullshit. Yeah, I can still get shot twice, but yep. yeah, yeah. And, and then like, you can have different things like stimulants that affect like the duration of your ability to like produce adrenaline and other things. There's a lot you can do there, dude. But, there's so a that, lot. That being said, like the skills are cool, 
but you know, it, it, it's a constant balance. For yeah. sure. I like that they're there, but the discussions will always go ongoing. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. I, they to have me, a elite tough search, job. elite search is. I think it's still controversial, but to me, it's the perfect. It's a it's so significant when you're playing when you've grinded for it to be able to search two things at once. Oh yeah. Now, but I, it's one of those things that like you can say like, oh, he searched that guy so much faster, and it gave him a. I, okay, maybe maybe that's the case, but I don't know. I just it's it's the that's perfect cool balance. Level. It's the perfect yeah. balance of it makes a difference in your gameplay every moment of every raid without ever your your opponent would never know it. Yeah. And, you know, it's, yeah, I, I love that. But it's some people cool say perk. it's broken and it needs to be, you know, taken away. No, fuck that. Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, but... I've but, only had it once. I've only same. had it once. I've only, I had, only had it once one for like a month. Dude. Me too, And man. I've never ah. been, I've never been close to elite attention. And attention lets you instantly search. 25% uh, of the time you instantly search a container. Dude, and how I used many to watch, boxes do you have to loot to dude, get that fucking it's thing? Unreal. It's crazy now. It my was way easier a few wipes back. My attention is watch, 13. God almighty. I used to watch um when I when 650 I watched Quattro Race a lot more. Um just watching him with elite search and elite attention, attention just go click click and it was like he'd click boop, the boop. pockets and then yeah. he'd click the backpack and it was like brrr, everything in the backpack instantly searched yeah. the, while the pockets are going click click it was like you gotta find was, a you gotta find a oh. clip of somebody with a because there are people this wipe with elite attention smitty got it and a few people are closed you get a clip find a clip of a guy looting an airdrop with elite attention boom <laughs> it's like a oh sta God, standard man. edition stash just appears in front of you be like man like Back in the day, you didn't have to go that hard to get skills that that uh, like leveled. Man, people are going hard at Tarkov. Dude, it's like, crazy. No, back in the day, you used to have to run to shoreline to the fire and stand Dude, there. For, yeah, for stress resistance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like bust your belly and like med yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. There was wasn't there yeah, a while where you could like get up into a crouch spot on factory and spam jump, and that would level strength. Because it used to level strength when you jump, yes. you're, like, you're like a little Mario Actually, jump. Yeah. The worst exploit for strength that was ever discovered was you used to be able oh. to put a grenade in your hand, and then you could like spam left click, and it wouldn't throw the grenade, but it would give you the strength. Oh. That was the first time they added the skills to the game. I remember Cotton discovered that one. I think. Really? What about yeah. falling through the map yeah. and you'd be falling like forever? So you just like oh, yeah. rip. And you would get you well, would get elite in like one raid. Before... In the defense of some people, you used to spawn on woods at the train station, and you would spawn falling through the map, <laughs> and then you just be like, "Well, shit, am I a piece of shit, or like, do I wipe my account, or we, or this is just what we're doing now?" So that's that, insane. Okay, that's Ooh, do you remember dude. when yeah. Smoke? You remember when uh, Smoke logged into his account one day and all forty of his skills were elite, all of them. Oh my God! Yes, I remember I, yeah, that. And he that was too, just yeah. like, "What?" And they now, like, I don't remember oh. if he had to reset his account or something. He was obviously a champ about it, but he was just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, I forget about. I, I forget the circumstances, but I remember that. Happening. Yeah. Yo, I just noticed. I so I have the, the troubleshooting skill. I have a thousand raids. I'm coming. I'm at like nine hundred and eighty something raids. I'm level one troubleshooting. I can fix fucking troubleshootings one percent faster. Like it's sick. Dude. Yeah, like uh, awesome. Weapon maintenance is broken right now. The skill, the weapon maintenance is a skill you get by repairing 
guns. It's broken. It hasn't worked since. Uh, Wait, I'm on level. What do you mean? I have level five. Yeah, I have. Le I have level five as well. Reduce gun wear. Reduce probability of wear. Doing. Wait. Yeah. I could. Why, I could go. I could it? go from level one to level to level five in a single day. It, it like it's it's you have not gained like check your oh. skill points. Go you repair. Points? Go repair oh. a gun and come back. No, it just stopped on a particular day. So however, how whatever your level was at that particular day, it just like. Like, I found this happening? out, like, halfway through. You could go to fence. You could buy all of the upper receivers that people sell to fence, repair them all, and sell them back to fence for 80% of your profit, and you'd get four levels of weapon maintenance. Like, it Jesus levels Christ. it levels quickly, but it's just not leveling right now. Uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason. Oh, God. Dude, I, yeah. I just started the other day to, like, yeah. to just searching all the filing cabinets and everything i'm like all right maybe i'm gonna start doing search and i hadn't looked and i'm like i'm like genuinely 21. curious i'm gonna open up i want to see where my skills are at dude my just like my search is 15 bro i'm never gonna dude no that's the only skill i fucking care about it's dude. so brutal it's the only one i want is search like it's so brutal and i search so much bro like i was so confident the other day i was like i've got to be 30 and i was like 13 <laughs> i was like no way bro Rocket yeah, launchers level zero. It's I cannot be that high. Why is rocket launchers not grayed out, dude? Same with <laughs> under barrel launchers is not grayed out either. Yeah, but at least there's like slots for under barrel launchers. I on guess like some of the true. guns that just aren't in the game, but fucking rocket launchers. Yeah, oh that's God. like the the the, the Tarkov granddaddy or grandfather thing that I can mention is like the fact that under barrel grenade launchers on the AKs were in the game. Oh, they like blew up the server. Yeah, they crashed the fucking server. Oh, Insane. well, speaking of crashing, I think uh, my computer may just crash. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, lo I'm loading up Tarkov. I you, swear. Are a, you are a JPEG. Yeah, you might have to send me another link. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to send me another link. I can hear you perfectly fine. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, there, there he is. We're back. No, no, it's going to go, boys. I going to go. <laughs> oh, seven's voice. I can. I, I'm gonna let it sit here for a hot second, but I know what's coming, dude. That that happens all the time. Yeah, I was about to say when you all tab. That's so weird. No, bro. actually, I might be able to just sit here. Nope. It's yeah. gone. No, oh. you're good. You're good. Oh, it's thinking about it. <laughs> it's, it's really thinking about it. I'm gonna sit here and not do anything, but I can't see you guys. So your traders are loading, and you know that it's using all your bits and bytes, Tarkov. Yeah, all of it. All, all of the it. bits yeah. and bytes. Um. Yeah. The well, one of the last things, at least for me, that I wanted to ask you, Denley, is like I I was playing raids with uh, Markstrom the other day, and I, and and this is what got me thinking about this. But I was like, as somebody who's played Tarkov for so long, and as somebody who like you know I've been playing the past few years, and I've gone through all you know the the seven stages of grief, all the emotional of like street, you know, in twenty seven, twenty eighteen when I picked up the game, it was you know streets next year, you know what I mean? We've had. So many promises not delivered. We've had so many surprise things that blew our expectations away. You had things like VoIP come and change the game. We've had new maps. We've had bugs that have persisted. All of it compressed down as somebody who has played this game for so long and still mains it. Like, how, how have you just been feeling about the game? Are you still optimistic about the future? Are you basically just along <laughs> for the ride at this point? Like, so um, many people to the game are so new. You know what I mean? Like it's blown up. Yeah. There are so few it's, people. It's, I heard game like, was dead. Yeah, there are yeah. so few people that still play that played back in 2016, 2017. So just like, how's it been feeling for you? 
Um, well, I mean, like, if I'm going to be honest, before this most recent wipe, I was probably the most concerned about the future mm. of this game. So it to go from like being like fair, like I'm talking like I think it was when was the first drops? January 2019. I believe so. Yeah. So like yeah, January 2019 had like the biggest surge of players like pretty much ever. Oh, I think I'm gonna blue. I think I'm gonna blue screen. Oh god. <laughs> oh wow, I'm back. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I'm gonna just keep talking until I if I go, boys, I'll be back. But um, yeah, like 2019 had like the biggest surge of like player base that we've ever really seen, and mm -hmm. every single drops event that seems to happen. And I feel like I can confidently say that we almost had the majority of. The, the mo people who are playing Tarkov now, it's like the overwhelming majority of them are new. Yeah. Um, so it, it's hot and cold, man, because yeah. like I come from Daisy and I was a huge Daisy guy. And if you weren't on that ride, then it's hard to sympathize because <laughs> people in the chat probably know what I'm talking about. Like I was a huge believer in the project from December 2013, like year after year. And there was a lot of optimism and excitement and a lot of frustrations and bad moments where we would go six months without a, a, a patch. Then it would go eight months without a patch. Oh. There was even a Christmas patch that released and the Christmas tree was still up in July of that following oh. year. With oh. Nothing oh. new, nothing new. And like, I, I always remember this and like for the record, Daisy standalone just recently hit its all time player peak. Uh, modders are keeping the server going. People like Smoke have amazing communities. And uh, for a lot of people, it's in the best state it's ever been, especially in optimization. But that's 2022. And so I've been through moments of supporting a game where there has been nothing but disappointment for over a year. Like, so when people say like, oh, you know, it's been like four or five months before, like between updates, <laughs> I, that's, that doesn't affect me like it affects other people because... Yeah. I've been through it way worse before. Like there are things that were released in 20. I have videos talking about the CZ 550 in DayZ. That gun has never come out. I uploaded oh it in 2015. That, that oh video no. is seven years old. It never came out. The Safari Magnum CZ 550. So <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what makes me so patient is because I've yeah. been burned so hard in the past. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see the growth. I'm excited to see the changes and where the game is now. Um, but I always, the highs are so high and yeah. the lows are so low. So, um, and I think, I, uh, yeah, I think that's what keeps me going is like how vocal Nikita and BSG are like, you know, like, you know, people, people that call me a BSG shill. I just, I just ask them if they've ever watched the podcast because me and Veritas will gladly lay into something if we think it's, mm. if we think something's a bad decision. So I'm no like apologist for them. Like I think they can't do wrong, but I think what's impressed me and what keeps me hopeful is that through it, if the community is yelling that there's cheaters in every raid, if the community is yelling that the sound is awful, Nikita and BSG are still posting stuff to Reddit, asking the community what, you know what I mean? They're still mm -hmm. doing podcasts. We're still getting patches every four to six months. Like they, they haven't for a second, like worried me that they've gone underground and they're just not, you know what I mean? And that's kind of yeah. part of what keeps me going. And then on top of that, I think I agree with you. This wipe was the like home run we needed new content we were familiar with new content we weren't familiar with making what was in the game better while adding new flavor to it and i think a lot of us just went like oh thank god <laughs> like yeah yeah it was like i was very relieved <laughs> 
because I was starting to get a little worried because we were seeing like concurrent player numbers, or I was assuming just based off of my encounters with yeah. PMCs before 2019 kind of stuff, like yeah. like three to 5,000 concurrent player based numbers type shit. So, um, and I have no evidence to see like what, if that was actually the case, but I mean, playing like two weeks before the yeah. wipe was even announced, it was pretty quiet. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm happy to see that's 2022. And after five years, we're still here. It would have been just over five years since I started playing the game. And mm. um, yeah, man, it's 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 awesome. It's it's great to be a part of this community. And, um, yeah. you know, it's a privilege to be in the position where I'm at. And uh, yeah, I'm just that Tarkov community, man, has literally changed my life. So yeah. what can I say? I mean, I'm going to be here for as long as I want to be here and until the next fucking adventure yeah. comes my way. And I'll just <laughs> till Star Citizen finally. <laughs> <laughs> can you star citizen you know maybe 2030 but probably not you know maybe not, maybe, maybe maybe not to get like sentimental but like also think about <laughs> how different the game would be and the community would be without like deadly like ah, how maybe i don't know dude no i mean like i appreciate honestly, the compliment there there are there are there are a ton of content creators pretty much Every content creator, I, yeah. I've got tons of respect for. This community is fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, you you've definitely been like an anchor for so mm -hmm. many people for so long that, uh, and not to mention like just the quality content that you've put out that's actually been helpful for the community that helped. If it wasn't there, there was nothing. <laughs> yeah, you were the yeah. only guides. You were the only people sherping, you know, via YouTube people into the game now there's a thousand people and whatever yeah. Yeah. but you were the only one think about i would have never been able to do fucking poke limb hobo if it wasn't for <laughs> one of oh, these videos the Dude, wiki wasn't I there i remember trying to find that fucking thing in that oh and like you had to crouch a certain way bro oh. i think about that like every wipe when i have to do those stupid quests i i always tell my chat i'm like imagine not having the wiki and having to figure this stuff out it's here yeah, man, on we customs didn't, we didn't have somewhere like unreal so anyway just to wrap it. to wrap that up uh like part of part of why the game has done well to, to whatever degree it's yeah. it's a non-measurable but a non-zero yeah um contribution so like metaphorical you know maybe comment section round of applause you know kind of thing. <laughs> yeah I don't know, whatever. well i appreciate that it's very nice of you to say and um yeah it's it's been a fun journey so i'm i'm hoping it keeps going yeah for sure i'm i'm really hoping that we're yeah we're entering the the new era of tarkov with this wipe which is the like the content engine you know what i mean like so much of tarkov youtube has been dominated by guides these past few years but i'm hoping with voip and you know maybe some open world some connected maps on this like we can we can almost like start fresh just with like the the content machine that is tarkov you know what i mean that's what I'm. i see another fucking so video hoping. every i you know i used to i used to love tarkov content i can't watch anymore mostly because i play it so much yeah but <laughs> I, I can't wait till more stuff comes out that isn't not to like, I don't want to diminish it because it's helpful, but a lot of them tend to be like, here's a video form of one page of the wiki, you know, yes. where it's like, yeah. not that there's not value. Me, I mean, there, there is, um, it, you know, cause people like that and yeah. it keeps them entertained and it's educational and it's like, great. Um, 
but yeah, man, I can't wait for something other than that because there are just uh, there are enough people in the community yeah. that don't need a fucking guide on you yeah. know either how to make money or whatever. Again, there's tons of value in it, but selfishly, you know, I uh, I can't wait for, I want those, for more of that. Yeah, storytelling. That's JLK That's kind videos. Of what though. I'm I'm like in the, the, the the I'll end with that. The the last time I felt that feeling, Veritas, was whenever I found the secret ammo behind. Dickhead oh yes and i was like holy shit uh because there was no one else was talking about it there was no <laughs> there was one reference to it on the subreddit about some guy talking about how he found spp ammo yeah and we're like this is something and then we it was a pure mistake i was tracking a guy who had a mosin he reloaded the mosin and shot the cartridge out of the gun and i was like my perception dot popped up because i had 51 at the time i looked down and picked up like four stacks of full ps ammo yeah, like four Find stacks of 40. Yeah. Four stacks of 40. And we're like, what the fuck is this? And then we'd come back and BP. We'd come back and there would be M61. And we're just like, was that a bug? I remember when that happened, but yeah. I never Yeah, it was. Up. So the ammunition, it would happen when Sturman was up. Yep. And the ammunition that the guards would use would spawn there. So in full stacks. It's, so if they were running SKs, it'd be full stacks of BP. Yeah. Like M61, full stacks of M61. On purpose? Dude, I don't uh, Nope. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't I don't weird, think so. Yeah. What a weird bug. That was the dude. last time where I think I didn't you I find some on Sniper Rock too? Or was that Oh yeah, yeah, the Sniper Rock stuff. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you would like climb up there before yes. they added it up, you, the sniper scab ammo would spawn in like a crevasse <laughs> and full stacks. But it wasn't nearly as good as like LPS and yeah, PS five four five. So dude, if, yeah, if, if was, you want to make content that, that nobody else is making, there's there's plenty of people who you can just say are wrong about things. <laughs> that, works, that works for me, dude. And, and you know oh, what? It'll man. be great. It'll be great for your reputation. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey man, you know what though? I've learned a lot. You know what I mean? And I know people give you a hard time sometimes, but, uh, I, Hey man, you're doing a lot of data digging and, uh, you're doing a lot of work that I sure as shit wouldn't fucking do. I'll tell you that because <laughs> that's a lot of work, man. That's a lot of hours. I mean, getting the freaking range finder and getting some guy to run down the street and like taking the notes and like, Oh man, it kind of reminds me of the old, like Oswaldo Anton bits. Back yes, bro. Yeah. It kind of gives me that kind of vibe, you know, Dude, and no one's honestly, really doing that anymore. So that was, I mean, th that was one of yeah. the, the, the first like Tarkov science stuff was Anton and the, 100%. and the armor guy. And the armor guy. Yep. I mean, that was, th that was how I knew Anton. I, I watched his videos before I even knew like who he was basically, yeah. um, because he was the guy that would, you know, um, and then I, I think his content, you know, evolved away from that. Or maybe he just lost interest in doing the test every, like, fucking six weeks or whatever. That something changed where it yeah. just became boring for him. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, here we are. Here, here we, we are. are. Tarkov <laughs> continues to get ever more complicated. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, I think that's everything I had. Veritas, did you have anything else you want to add, ask? Um, I mean, the only other thing that I can talk about quickly is uh, I'd been sitting on that red key card I found in Shoreline um, mm. for like a month yeah. trying to trying to convince Nikita to fix the fees on the flea market because I wanted to oh. sell it for 20 or 30 million, but it's a 60 percent fee. Yeah. And I, I literally never had enough rubles this wipe <laughs> to sell to, it to be able to sell it. Now, I had the choice the other day was fucking just bored and had gotten you know i'm done with the kappa quest i just need to get to level 62 right now i'm 51 um it was like do i want to take the mo the best trade right now which is 35 gpus 
which I should have taken, spoiler alert, or <laughs> do I want to just take it nah. in the labs because I've been having good labs rates, like multiple weeks of nobody sketchy. I decide to take the red key card in and I die in the first, I've done 10 raids in the first like yep. seven raids I died before I could, I would spawn right next to red room and before I could unlock the door and get in, I'd be dying. So I thought first I thought that was, it's anecdotal and maybe, you know, it's nothing, but yeah. But also the average value, I have a fucking spreadsheet. I'm, I was going to do uh, of course. Like 50 runs. <laughs> I got a spreadsheet. The average value so far has been roughly equivalent to, you know, the green, the big green box between violet and red, you know, yeah. the one crate. Yep. I found more rubles in the green crate than I have in red room. And violet is like 10 times. So right now, assuming I get out of every single raid and I loot everything of value in there and I sell it all in the flea market for market value, it's going to take me about 150 raids surviving before I'm going to get yeah. the 15 million Not even, ruble. Does that include the price of the card? Well, I found it. Oh, that's right. Oh, well, actually, the price of the access card. Well, fuck, no, because that's <laughs> well, assuming I'm... Look, wait, wait better minute, start doing shit. 300 raids, man. I didn't man. think about that because... Maybe 400? <laughs> wait, because it's 166,000, and my yeah. average so far is under 150. Fuck! And if... Yeah, it, you're fucked, bud. Yeah, no, I, I wish you hadn't back. pointed that out. Dude. No. no. And no if money. you run out of cards, it's only one every three hours. So uh, even if you even oh. if you average it out to 300 raids you need, that 300 raids is going to take you like in six months. What about dude, purple? I've been What's doing... purple like right now? Fucking amazing, dude. I found a Lenex in there. I found a Bitcoin. There's always suppressors and attachments. The best thing I found, there was one one red card, well, one red room that had a uh, Bitcoin and a Lion and a Gold Chain. That was oh, the okay. best one, and that was one out of like 15 so yeah. far. But yeah, now that I realize that it's 160,000, I'm rubles happy to for... hear purple's doing good. Yeah. Nice. <gasps> dude, I should have got the 35 GPUs. <laughs> labs, yeah, dude. Labs is a big, just monka. Not even cheating, man. Like, I feel like I don't get cheated there often. It's just like, blech. It's, it's like, uh, it's the flow state of playing that map for like hundreds, if not thousands of raids. If you're a labs yeah. main, and just knowing where someone's going to sit on audio queue. Who's going to be hiding in what corner? Yeah. How to move through a doorway and spray it like head height. And you do that. I feel like a lot of people think they're getting cheated on, but you're just getting played by people who yeah. only played last. You're just and that's getting. It. It just. And I can't hang. Me. And I can't hang, bro. And I can't hang either. So I stay outside. Man. I did. I, stay in the woods. I had a weekly. I needed a. I, I, all, the weekly. All I had to do was turn in an SJ6, an SJ1, and an AHFM. You can craft SJ6s and you can craft SJ1s. So I had those turned in on the day one. I had to play like 14 labs raids with a homie that had black key card. I was buying Sanitar's key card and it was uh, gross. I hated it. I died almost every single raid. We were, it was just like, you just, I just couldn't play. I just couldn't play the map. I think I killed one PMC all 14 raids. We finally got the stim and I was like, dude, see you later. It's a different game. It's a different game. It's arena light. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what, that's what people want to go do. And then the loot the how good or bad the loot is is like how good or bad the loot feels is determined by the players who are playing it a lot because they feel like they want to be able to get enough out of it to basically justify playing labs which is understandable but it's like it's basically arena light i actually have there's not enough time to go into it but soon veritas and i, I maybe one day I'll, I'll talk to you about it too but i have i have an idea for keys like i think i think the like the 
the keys. The whole key system is just like rough right now, especially like labs keys, because because it's all engineered around farming. Like the loot can't be too good because then you can farm it with your key that never expires. And then so it has to be bad enough that they're assuming you're going to get the value of the key over the course of a few hundred raids. Which but, means if you don't farm it, it's never which, worth which it. Which is exactly. Um, so the TLDR yeah. is, in my opinion, uh, a, if we're just talking about labs, the TLDR is, my opinion, all the colored key cards should be one-time use. They should not be sellable or purchasable on the flea market. You adjust the spawn rate of them to basically make them equally as rare as they are now. But, like, does that make sense? Like, yeah. if you would find one green card in a thousand raids, you know, maybe let's find a hundred green cards in a thousand raids because that's still only a hundred swipes of green as opposed to one green card found in a thousand raids is an infinite swipe of green. Now we've got more people going to labs and because you can't buy or sell them on the flea market, you could freaking crank the loot up, feel like you won the lottery when you found a green key card, go take it in and cash cash money. I think that's infinitely better than engineering the loot all around. Well, if Johnny farms it 63 times, he'll have made... It's just like, no. like So so it's bad. So red is bad. It's terrible because of that. 48 million ruble key where you can get a lion and a gold chain. You can go get that in the freaking duffel bag in Shoreline. Hmm. So that's my thing. I want, I want it to... I want I'll to, think about that and we'll talk about... We can talk about that next feel week. feel like a like treasure. You know what I mean? I want to feel like I found something. I want, and then, feel, I want to feel the treasure. I want to feel it. And then I want to swipe that key card and I want to open it. And I want like a Sop Mod M4, a G28, and then no, maybe a No, but you know what's going to happen. The, you know someone's I mean? going to sit in the corner behind the box and hear the... Yeah. The swipe of the card and then... Bye-bye. Head tap. <laughs> Thanks true. for the key card swipe, idiot. I mean, yeah. do just get better. Clear your corners. I don't know. <laughs> I would just... I would... Yeah. yeah so... But that's huh. a whole deep conversation. Oh, man. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about that. So... We'll have um, you'll have to come back. You'll yeah. have to come back sometime. You're always fucking welcome. Well, we guys, thanks weekly. for inviting me. I really appreciate that. hundred uh, percent. I think we had a good night of conversation and uh yeah, especially like diving deep into the skill system. It's uh I've definitely learned something, especially about yeah. audio today. And I hope uh some of the listeners did as well, because that's sounds like you put a lot of work into that that uh that video that's gonna be coming out. So Sounds yeah. awesome. And I think it's no good. It's it's uh, it's so good to yeah, get you out here and just like talk about tarkov outside of the context of like streaming it talking to chat and trying like you know what i mean like it's just fun to like take an hour or two and talk about the game without having to worry about you know hear a bush and then where like where was i in that conversation so it's really cool to get your thoughts thank you so much uh for those who either came late or just started to listen we uh this will be live on the podcast youtube channel early next week um uh once again please go check out if you haven't yet you're insane but please go check out daily <laughs> deadly slavs twitch channel youtube um you're dude you're easily I, I'm, I'm pushing i'm pushing a million channel points in the deadly slav oh, man. i'm in there i am i'm a mad maybe spreadsheet we'll do something crew. With them. maybe maybe there'll be a reward but probably not probably, <laughs> probably, dude, probably i don't not, care at this point maybe. i don't even want to spend them i just want to see how many <laughs> i can get you know what i mean uh, so please, 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 if you're listening to this on any of the platforms later or tonight, go check out Deadly. Um, thank you so thank much you for guys. hanging, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. We will definitely see you guys on the next one. Peace.